The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Will she or won't she testify? Hang on. Uh, Hang on. That's the question on everyone's mind. No, 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 no. I'm sorry mm-hmm. to interrupt you, but the question on my mind mm-hmm. is where are the $7 million that you already <laughs> told me today that you were going to give me? Uh, it's, you know, I got to, I mean, you think it's in my pocket? I got a, <laughs> I got a big jar at home. With Can we it. pause and the so. show while you go to the ATM? Because I was eating a mm-hmm. Totino's pizza on National Pepperoni Pizza Day. Mm-hmm. You saw, you said, hey, uh, I'll give you $7 I'll give seven, you $7 million mm-hmm. for one square. One of square. That. I didn't have to give you the whole thing. <laughs> And so, I'm. You starting the show, and you think I'm just going to forget that you mm-hmm. took one sixteenth of my Totinos for seven million dollars. That's how hungry I I was, in fact. So, yeah, uh, keep watching for that. It's it's on the way. Okay, checks in the mail. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. This Kavanaugh sexual assault allegation fiasco is. I mean, it's just that it's a fiasco. Uh, another person that knows the parties involved uh denied being at the party somebody who was accused of being at the party they've already come out and said i I wasn't there i don't know anything about that that didn't happen then there's another person a classmate of brett kavanaugh's accuser uh christine blazy ford who said she she actually put a um posted something on facebook this Big, long deal about uh, how, yeah, I, I think this happened. There was a lot of, there was a big buzz uh, at school about that. And uh, so why don't you just come out and admit it? Just fess up to it. Then she deleted that post. And now she's saying, oh, I have no idea if that happened. <laughs> Wait, what? Speaking uh, with NPR, she completely walked back her claims on the deleted Facebook post. That it happened or not, I have no idea. I can't say that it did or didn't. In the post, she wrote, I did not know Ford personally, but I remember her. This incident did happen. Many of us heard a buzz about it indirectly with few specific details. However, Christine's vivid recollection should be more than enough for us to truly, deeply know that the accusation is true. Now she has no idea if any of that is true. (laughs) Well, I didn't realize I was going to have to defend what I said. Uh, What do you think is happening here? This isn't nursery school. This isn't make-believe time. Of course, cable news stations are going to ask you to corroborate the story. If you claim that you have knowledge of it. Nope, she has no idea. She just threw it out there. Really bad. Yeah, you're playing games with people's lives and their name and their reputation and their family. And that is, that, man, you almost want to bring criminal charges against somebody like that. That, Almost. that's, that's, That's almost slander right there. You could certainly bring civil charges against her for for that. Um, but why would you, why would you make that? I guess you're just, uh, an attention hog or what 
Is that just so that you'll people will think you're cool because you have some kind of knowledge about um, an an event that's making the news, and you just feel cool being talked about? I, it's just really weird. No, she she obviously wants him to pull his nomination. Yes, that's her goal. Yes, <sighs> just as it is with the Democrats. The accuser, by the way, uh, says, hey, there's no rush here to the hearing. There's no rush. Well, yeah, there is. We're trying to get a Supreme Court justice confirmed. So, yeah, there's a rush. And all the Democrats are screaming because it's an artificial deadline. Well, of of course it's a debt. They're going to put a deadline on this because they can't let this draw out indefinitely. (laughs) All right, just get back to us whenever you want, and we'll just let these accusations simmer for a while and see what happens that should be helpful in the process so the republicans have reached out to her multiple times she's going to come she's not going to she she'll testify she won't testify there's no need there is a need uh democrats are screaming that this is this could be the last chance she ever has to ever tell her story what are you talking about of course it's not the last chance she ever has she could tell this story to anybody at any time. And by the way, she said 36 years to tell her story and chose not to until now. So don't start blaming Republicans because this is a ridiculous situation. Even if he's confirmed, that doesn't stop her from telling her story. It's just that the Democrats need her right now and they're using her right now. And they don't care about her. They don't care what happens in her life. They don't care if she's dragged through the mud. They don't, they don't care if her reputation goes to hell. What do they care? They just want to stop the nomination of Kavanaugh for some reason. It's just, it's pretty amazing. Hillary was on uh, Rachel Maddow's show. And uh, here's, again, as she was months ago, and then got bludgeoned with a dumb comment. Uh, she kind of skirted around the same scenario. We need to give the benefit of the doubt to these people, sort of. Here's what she said. I remember back in the Thomas hearings when uh, Senator Byrd uh, was asked uh, what he was going to do, and he, and he said, in a situation like this, we should give the benefit of the doubt to the court and the country. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what the Republicans should be doing right now, from the White oh. House down Pennsylvania Avenue to the Senate, give the mm. benefit of the doubt hmm. to mm-hmm. the court and the country, and that means uh, have a an investigation sure. that will then lead to a hearing that will then lead to a vote if appropriate. And mm. instead, they mm. are playing uh, the hardest of hardballs to mm. you know try to pack the court with uh, you know another nominee, regardless of the questions. Oh, okay, so. A lot like the situation with uh, Paula Jones and Kathleen Willey and Juanita Broderick. Is that, it, you felt exactly the same. Wait, no, you didn't feel the same way then. Hmm. No, what'd you do instead? Oh, you played hardball. Oh, you tried to destroy their lives, discredit and humiliate them. This hypocrite should keep her mouth shut. When it comes to sexual allegations against somebody. Yeah. Are you kidding me? And her saying they're trying to pack the court? No, they're what? not. They're, they're, they're trying to fill a vacancy. Yeah. 
That's the court. job of the executive. If he nominated six more people, then maybe he's trying to pack the court. But that's not the case. We're just looking for the normal nine. No, that would have been your hero, FDR, that uh-huh. tried that, Hillary. Uh-huh. Ugh. I mean, there is no number in the Constitution for Supreme Court justices. You could put a hundred of them in there if you wanted to. Um, so if you wanted to really pack the court, this would be a great time to do it. Just pack the court with, you know, uh, 91 more conservatives. <laughs> then you'll see if we can overturn Roe v. Wade. <laughs> we got a lot on that list uh, of things I'd to overturn. Almost like to see it happen, except the same thing would happen when they're in office. So that would not turn out well. Uh, but what, what hypocrisy from Hillary? How do you do that with no sense of shame, no sense of self-awareness that you're saying these things after everybody knows how you went after every one of his accusers. Every one of your husband's accusers, you tried to destroy. <sighs> Juanita Broderick, uh, th- this certainly isn't lost on her, this entire situation. She's saying, hey, why don't you, if we're going to open up investigations, how about opening up the investigation of my rape from Bill Clinton when he raped me as Arkansas Attorney General? How about that? Let's look into that. See, uh, see if there's anything to it. Hmm. It's almost from the same time period. Yeah, Joe Biden. Uh, he said something about how you know every every uh, accuser should be uh, taken seriously, and we should investigate every claim, um, no matter how old the allegations. And that's when Juanita Roderick was like, "Yeah, okay, I got a story for you." I know. I love that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's been. Uh, uh, she's been in the forefront of this particular fight for a little while now. And, you know, that takes some guts because then it opens her up again to uh, everything that I'm sure she doesn't want to be subjected to. Um, so whether or not this woman shows up at the hearing, it might just be Kavanaugh testifying and denying it because he has categorically sworn up and down this didn't happen. I, I don't know how you'd ever prove this. This is 36 years ago. It's not like there's uh, security footage of it or somebody had a cell phone video of it. None of that is true. People who actually have been named by this woman have come forward and said, no, didn't happen. You have two other women who have come out that dated Brett Kavanaugh. And they said, no, this guy's a perfect gentleman. This is not in his character. Did he drink? Yeah. So what? Who didn't in high school? Yeah, he... Had some drinks from time to time, but he was a perfect gentleman. The other thing I think we're going to have to decide is, um, the if the if the accusation is true, does that eliminate you from any sort of office ever in the future? I I you know I something he did when he was sixteen or seventeen years old. Should he then be barred from becoming a Supreme Court justice? I'd like to I'd like to see what people think about that. Is there redemption? Do we believe in that? Um, there's certainly forgiveness, and you can forgive him without putting him in the Supreme Court. You can so forgiveness is not the issue, but redemption kind of is. Because do you just believe, okay, the guy changed. If even if he did this, <clears throat> Uh, it's pretty much universal that nobody thinks he's doing anything like that now. 
So, and hasn't in the last 36 years. So does this qualify, disqualify him from any position in the government now? 888-900-3393. And uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. <clears throat> you know, losing weight and keeping it off, we all know that to be really hard. And even when you do lose weight, then you just want to go right back to your old eating habits. Thinking about food all the time and just indulging the way you want to. Because, um, I don't know, I like food. And the food I like is generally not good for me. So there's something that you can take. It's a dietary supplement that's FDA acknowledged. It's safe and it's natural. It's called Riduzone. And what it does is boost your metabolism and help to control your appetite. So you're not thinking about food all the time. It just makes the struggle a lot easier. If you've been on that roller coaster ride for a really long time and you just can't get over the hump, try Riduzone. See if it helps. R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E dot com. If you order it right now and enter the promo code PAT, you'll get 30% off a three-month supply. It's Riduzone.com, promo code PAT for 30% off. Riduzone.com. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Um, just in breaking news, there's a another mass shooting. Three people shot uh, and and killed apparently at a Rite Aid warehouse in Maryland. The details are pretty sketchy, as they always are at the very beginning of these things. Um, so we'll give you more as as the information becomes available. But uh, it looks like it's it's happened again. Triple uh, eight. 93393 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, it's hard to know where to even start with all the stuff we've got going on today. Um, the uh, hypocrisy of the, of the left uh, continues to boggle the mind. Uh, then President Trump is making some very interesting comments about uh, George W. Bush again. Now, during the Bush administration, he uh, called him a warmonger and a war criminal. And in an interview with The Hill yesterday, he said he considers the biggest blunder in U.S. history uh, to be the one George Bush made about going into the Middle East. Trump said, the worst single mistake ever made in the history of our country going into the Middle East by President Bush. Obama may have gotten them out wrong, but going in is, to me, the biggest biggest single mistake in the history of our country. <laughs> it's a pretty big statement. Because we spent $7 trillion in the Middle East. Now, if you want to fix a window someplace, they say, oh, gee, let's not do it. $7 trillion and millions of lives. You know, because I like to count both sides. Millions of lives. Mmm millions if you include iraqi and afghan casualties zit it, it can't be in the millions can it oh, gee what what far left group are you uh you know drawing those facts from there for your reference point mr <clears throat> president yeah i'd i'd like uh, to know 
Yeah, I'd like to know. Uh, he said, when you consider the still ongoing um, war in the Middle East, uh, the day they decided that was a bad day for this country, I will tell you. So, uh, he's never been a fan of George W. Bush. That much is is true. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and uh, we'll continue to follow the uh, Brett Kavanaugh hearing saga. In the meantime, uh, Hollywood, of course, is supporting this accuser. They they're totally convinced, and uh, obviously, anything that goes against Republicans or this administration or anybody who um, wants babies to live, they're going to attack. So a bunch of Hollywood actresses got together already and created a little We Believe You video for the accuser. Take a look. Dear Professor Ford. Dear Professor Ford. Dear Professor Ford. We know how difficult it is to stand up to powerful people. Mm-hmm. We want to thank you for publicly sharing your story of sexual violence. As members of the Senate determine whether Supreme Court, Court nominee Brett, Brett Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh should serve as a Supreme, as a Supreme Court, Court justice. justice. The Supreme Court justice. This context is critical. The behavior you described was wrong. Wrong. Wrong and runs directly counter to upholding the law and, and promoting, promoting justice. justice. He should not be confirmed. He should not be confirmed. He should not be confirmed. Wow. We can also imagine, imagine how shocking, shocking and overwhelming it must have been to have your truth shared on a national stage without your permission. You should be the decision maker about how your story is shared, if ever. We applaud your courage in coming forward for the public good. And we will be with you as you face the inevitable backlash. The inevitable backlash. The inevitable backlash. The inevitable backlash. You're strong. You are strong. I don't even know her. How do you? You are a survivor. A survivor. A survivor. And millions of us have your back. You and your testimony are credible. You and your testimony are credible. Why? You and your testimony are credible. You and your testimony are credible. What are they, automatrons? You. Signed, your sisters. Signed, your sisters. Signed, your sisters. Signed, Signed. your sisters. Your sisters. There is no way to redo 1991, but there are always ways to do better. Anita Hill said that. Wow. That is a... You know, it's powerful when you have four different people saying exactly the same thing because it was written out for them. Boy, you just can't fake that. People that don't know you either. Right. They have no idea who this woman is. Why is she credible? We know you are credible. You are credible. We believe you. Why? Based on what? You don't know her. <laughs> I how why should we take it seriously? Yes. Should we just automatically believe her? No. That's not how things work. Even if you say it at the same time multiple times. <laughs> so ridiculous. Dear Professor Ford, dear Professor Ford, dear Professor Ford. We believe you. We believe you. We believe you. It's it's almost cult like. It's kind of weird and spooky and crazy. God, these people, they're just out of their minds. But those were four strangers though. That don't know don't know her. They don't know her. And no. I don't know. But they still believe her cuz she's should, she's should, credible. 
We should believe them. What do you want to bet? They've never seen her. They've never they've never heard of her until this week. Just and, like the rest of us. They don't know anything about her. And they said your testimony should be believed or something like that. Yeah. There's been no testimony. Right. That's the whole problem right now. Everyone, including Kavanaugh himself, are saying, let's do this. Let's go testify. Yeah. And she's just like, uh. Yeah, Kavanaugh wants his day in court. He, he wants the hearing, and he wants it public, and he wants to get it all out there and take care of it. So she's the one that's holding up the process. Well, there's no rush. Well, yeah, there is. We want to put this crap behind us. If he did it, all right, let's move on to the next nominee. If he didn't do it, shut up and leave him alone. They are dragging out every possible delay tactic that they can. Like, I saw a report that that she met with uh, a Democratic lawmaker, I guess, in uh, July. Mm -hmm. And we wait until we are literally on the eve of the Judiciary Committee having their vote. And then this becomes known. Now they're saying, okay, well, let's, uh, you want to do this? Uh, you want to testify on Monday? And then it's, uh, well, uh, now we're yeah. going to wait. And then the deadline is There's put no out hurry. there. And so the game is, let's say that the Republicans are trying to rush this through. Mm-hmm. Let's wait until the last possible second on every little deadline. And let's hope that the clock turns to November and uh, we win And the we Senate. win. Yeah, yeah, yes. That's all the Democrats are doing here. Of course that is. And it's so transparent. It has nothing to do with justice. It has nothing to do with... With With her. They don't care about her. Mm -mm. You really think those are her sisters? No. (laughs) No, they're not. They couldn't care less about this woman, Blasey Ford. They they don't care. Uh, They don't care about Kavanaugh for that. They They don't know anything about Kavanaugh, except that he's the nominee from Donald Trump. And that makes him evil in their eyes. These, again, it's it's just hypocrites and vipers. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Hypocrites and vipers? Mm-hmm. That sounds like a death metal like uh, album title. Hypocrites and vipers. <laughs> just go with it, Pat. It also sounds like it might come from scripture. So. Oh. Yeah. Really? What's that? Yeah. What is that? Uh, I don't know. We'll look it scripture? up Scripture? Mm-hmm. Hmm, okay. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. There is some good news though, and I haven't heard anybody mention this yet. Maybe I just missed it yesterday because I, I wasn't here. But um, Ted Cruz has now opened up a nine point lead oh. in this Senate race against Beto O'Rourke. That's okay. That's good news. However, it's not as good news as I thought it was going to be when you said opened up a can. I thought Ted Cruz had actually, you know. Open a can of whoop ass on uh, Beto. But <laughs> well, never mind. He's doing that too, but uh, at least the polls are reflecting <laughs> yes. a yes. little bit normally of how it should be. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, you know, it shouldn't be that this guy's within three point two points of Ted Cruz in Texas. It just can't be that. So they did a survey of eight hundred and seven likely voters. It's a Quinnipiac poll, and uh, Ted has a lead of fifty four forty five right now. There is a margin of error of plus or minus four four point one percent. So maybe all the stuff that O'Rourke is saying <laughs> is playing right into Ted Cruz's hands. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's saying it. <clears throat> yeah, don't, don't we have we have some other brilliant thing that he uh, uh, spouted recently, right? Yeah, I think so. is that? Um, we'll look for that. But you got that, guys. The Beto video on here? Yeah. Uh, yeah, right here. That's the Beto clip. 
Yeah, do, let's let's play. And and you know what? We probably don't have a lot of time here for it anyway. Yeah, we'll play it after the uh, seconds long after the break here. But uh, I mean, that takes a little bit of the pressure off. It certainly doesn't end the concern in this race, but it's a sign of sanity returning to the planet, which is uh, you know we those signs are few and far between now. Jeez. Also, in the governor's race, the Quinnipiac poll uh, showed that that race is all but over. Uh, Greg Abbott has a lead over former Dallas County Sheriff Lupe Valdez, 58 to 39. So he's almost 20 points ahead. 888-900-3393. More Pac Ray Unleashed coming up. Ray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Here's uh, Beto uh, showing exactly why he should be thirty points behind Ted Cruz instead of just nine, according to the latest Quinnipiac poll. Here he is. We're talking about criminal justice reform. Let, let's talk about where this problem started. When contractors needed labor. They would talk to local law enforcement who would arrest African Americans for idling, uh, for petty crimes, frivolous offenses. Uh, those contractors would describe the number of bodies that they needed, and law enforcement would provide those bodies. And when they look at the remains in that graveyard, mm-hmm. they see evidence of muscles literally torn from the bone, people being worked to death in these convict chains. People who became convicts solely by dint of the color of their skin. And a system that was radically unjust. Following what we thought was the end of that injustice at the end of the Civil War. That that injustice, too many more people here than, than I know firsthand, continues to persist today. Wait, what? That system of... Suspecting somebody uh-huh. solely based on the color of skin, searching that person solely based on the color of their skin, stopping that person solely based on the color of their skin, shooting that person solely based on the color of their skin, throwing the book at that person, letting them rock behind bars solely based on the color of their skin. It is why some have called this, I think it is an apt description, the new Jim Crow. Okay. Oh, oh man! There's so much there. Wow! Mm. Following what we thought was the end of that injustice at the end of the Civil War, that injustice, too many more people here that I know firsthand continues to per- persist today. So Jim Crow stuff continues to persist. Mm. Like we've had no changes. I mean, obviously there's still going to be some racism until we're perfected. Until, you know, we're all living on the other side together with God himself directing us. Uh, You're never going to eradicate it completely. But he continued, that system of suspecting somebody solely based on the color 
searching that person solely based on the color of their skin, stopping that person solely based on the color of their skin, shooting that person solely based on the color of their skin, throwing the book at that person, letting them rot behind bars solely based on the color of their skin. Has any of, have any of those things happened? Sure. And probably not just to blacks, but Hispanics, maybe even some white people in predominantly black areas. Look what's going on right now in South Africa. So, yeah, there are lingering issues to take care of, but good heavens, we've made a lot of progress. Do you want to turn that Senate seat over to a guy who believes like the the things this guy believes about the United States? I don't. Again, he should be not just he should be 40 points ahead of this guy. Mm -hmm. Then I saw another one of those agonizing signs pop up in my neighborhood. Yeah, like mushrooms everywhere, man. Yeah, it is. It's getting gross. It's like, and I just want to stop every time and go up to the door and, what the hell is the matter with you? Yeah. I mean, what, is, what is the matter with you? That's a good way to meet your neighbors. I've it always, is. I mean, I, it I is. I don't want to be Mr. Awkward or more awkward than uh-huh. I already am and just be like, hey, welcome to the neighborhood. This is the first and last time you'll ever see me. I couldn't help but notice the, the Beto sign. Mm-hmm. How could you be so unbelievably stupid. That would be better. See, that would be more genuine than me just being like, here's a gift Uh, basket. I'll never see you again. Enjoy the neighborhood. Instead, it's like, hey. Hi, I'm your neighbor. Do you have brain damage? Yeah, I'm just wondering. We're just trying to What is the matter with you? When we talk about you, we want to know if it's like, uh, it's a genetic thing. Mm -hmm. What's the problem? I'm trying to wrap my head around insanity right now, and um, you guys are the very definition of it with that yard sign you have. Yeah, we don't normally let Beto supporters in the neighborhood, so... (sighs) Bye. (laughs) Wow. It's It's becoming a problem around here. Yeah, it is. (laughs) It is, but at least the polls are going the right way, at least as far as this Quinnipiac poll is concerned. Mm -hmm. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh Bruno in Maryland, you're on the blaze. Hey, how you doing? Good. So I was just wondering, like, this whole thing with the uh situation with the the uh the Kavanaugh thing. Yeah. Um so from what I'm hearing from you guys as far as obstruction is concerned, all this that's going on is pretty intolerable. But I'm just wondering, like, you know, all this could have been avoided, you know, if Republicans would have done the right thing before and would have went ahead and pushed in Mayor Garland the way that he was supposed to have been. Well, we, we thought, we thought at that time they should have given him an up or down vote. Right. We we said, yeah, we said that multiple times. I I wish they would have done that because he would have, he would have been denied the confirmation, but he would have had his, he would have had his day. Um, so yeah, they, they should have voted on Garland. Um, but the difference is that was a presidential election we were coming up on, and that was going to change the whole nomination process. So that it's a little bit different situation. However, we're pretty consistent in that we were, we wanted Republicans to just give him a day in court. Go ahead, give him his say, put it up to, to the vote in the Senate. He's going to lose, and then we move on. No, would have it would have been great. Appreciate it. Thanks, Bruno. Um, but would that have precluded what's happening now? No, don't. I mean, you got to be pretty naive to think, even if they had voted for Garland, that the Democrats would be doing anything different right now. They'd still be trying to draw this thing out past the election. But the, you know, the president change in 2016 was pretty huge. 
because you you went from a you went from a uh, uh you would have gone from a liberal nominee to a conservative one, and that's what they wanted, and so they tried to draw that process out. Here, you're still going to get the same type of nominee, so there are some differences to this. Um, but yeah, we we said it multiple times. Give him his vote. I mean, don't you have the majority in the Senate anyway? Give him his vote. His vote. Yeah, you, you don't have to confirm him. And that was what was so unusual <clears throat> is that was one of the very few times that the Senate leadership, GOP leadership, put their foot down to Obama or yeah. any. Yes. And that was the one time it didn't exactly make <laughs> right. sense. So right. That was so weird. Very strange. Because I mean, he died. He died in December. I mean, right? It was wasn't it December that uh, Scalia died? Um, in December of the previous year, like yeah, twenty fifteen, right? Isn't that right? I don't remember what month he died. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, but I mean, they could have. I, I think it was summertime, wasn't it, when Obama finally, or maybe maybe it was only spring when he nominated uh, Garland. But um, they they could have passed on him anyway. They could have held the vote and said no. No, thank you. And then the process would have fallen where it did anyway yeah. to uh, Donald Trump. February 2016. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe you maybe you write it into the Constitution that, you know, <laughs> there's a time limit on when, when you get to uh, appoint someone. I don't know. But it just, it's just a, a symptom of a nasty political scene yeah. and a nasty political age. Yeah, what a surprise. It's all partisan stuff. Um, Stuart in Virginia. Hi, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat. Uh, hey. Uh, Hi. To begin with, sorry to everybody lost you, good friend. Thank you. Um, uh, you know, with regards to these hearings going on for the judge, uh, you know, Monday is going to be it's going to be a circus no matter what. Yep. But if, but if this lady does not show up, you know, they're going to be sitting up at everybody's got their speeches lined up. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody on the Republican side has the foresight to say, okay, Senator Feinstein, did you discuss this with any of your colleagues on that side of the aisle? When y'all had your conference call, did you bring this up at all? Do any of you guys on that side of the aisle know about this in advance? Yeah. Point, point one. Point two, mm-hmm. if a lady doesn't show up, I hope Gravely has the guts enough to slam the gavel down and say, we're voting now. Me too. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Stuart. Uh, rarely does that happen, though. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but you can almost never count on these Republicans in office to do something bold and strong and stand up to the other side and say, no, we're, we're doing this now, okay? You, know, you had plenty of time, and you know they all knew. They all know about this woman since at least July and probably before that. But they waited until the last minute because they want to get to the election. Dave in Ohio, you're on the blaze. How you doing, Pat? Good. Yeah, I was wondering if she does show up to testify or give her testimony, she would be under oath. I mean, you're in front of Congress, I believe you're giving, you've got to be under oath, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, if she was caught lying, would that be perjury? Because you're yes. lying to Congress. Yeah, it would. Oh, so she she actually could be charged with something if she was well i Uh don't really know how they're going to find out the truth because he's going to say no she's going to say if she does show up she's going to say yes there's no real way to find this out so it's a circus exactly exactly but 
But what I think they should do is, I mean, any I mean, person, man or woman, that allegates charges against somebody that's sexual rape or assault, this, that they're in, pushes it to, its, to this point, should be charged with something to show that we're not playing this game. You're not going to sit there and make false allegations against somebody, and we're going to go over this, and basically it's going to be a line where you're not going to pay the price because you're putting this man's because that's something you don't come back from yeah rape or child molestation or something severe like that you're labeled in the public as that no matter if you're innocent definitely so you should take these people and like this woman lies we're charging you and show people out there that this isn't going to happen diane feinstein they should reprimand her or throw her out of the, the congress you don't. I mean, if you know, because she's pushing this, and she. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know if this is true. She's. It's <laughs> just. It's. It's a show. They're just. But I believe they should. Uh, if she does show up, but there's no way to prove that she's lying. So it's None. just a show. So I was just wondering that if it is perjury, if she's lying. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I'm. I'm sure they'll put her under oath. Appreciate it, Dave. Yeah, you can't lie to Congress. People. People who've been convicted of uh, perjury. Um, Tend to go to jail, so yeah, you don't <laughs> you don't want to go there before the and maybe that's why she's hedging on this. Maybe she doesn't want to be put under oath and say the things she said. Wouldn't that be interesting? Huh? Hmm. You mean it might you might put yourself in danger of charges if you come here and say what you've been saying? Hmm. Well, that's interesting. Uh, but I. I don't know. I don't have an awful lot of confidence in the Republicans for them to really be bold on this and really push the issue. I hope they do. We'll see. But uh, they gave the deadline for her answer of tomorrow. So by tomorrow, she either needs to say, yeah, I'll be there. Or, no, I'm not going to come. I'm not going to come to that hearing. It's a fiasco. It's a circus. I'm not going to do it. And then they move on. And just like the caller said, that's when you vote. Yep. Uh, you know, you make an announcement uh, at the Senate. You just say, hey, we, we got some new information. Um, we wanted to have a, a hearing. And then uh, Grassley bangs the gavel and says, says all right, time she, for the vote. Yeah, she hasn't shown up. That'd be great. Now we're going to vote. What are the odds of that happening? <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You know, as Americans, we, we love our guns because, first of all, it's fun to shoot them. And uh, it can provide you with food. And it can also provide you with security and protection. Plus, it's enshrined in our Constitution. But if you've ever watched a video of an actual firefight when uh, those tensions are so high and there's just chaos... Uh, a lot of times, even professionals don't hit their target after firing, you know, shot after shot. So it's not enough to just buy your gun and say, okay, I'm, I'm all set. You need to practice frequently, and you can do that so well with iTarget Pro. This is a system that uses your smartphone and their proprietary app, which tracks a, spe- a laser, a caliber-specific laser, fits into your firearm, and will detect exactly where your shots are landing on the target. It's completely safe. It comes with your caliber-specific laser, the targeting system, and instructions so you can start training as soon as everything gets there. Go to the letter I, then targetpro.com, check out the video, choose your caliber, and download the app so you're all set when uh, the system arrives. You're going to save a lot of money, too. You don't have to buy a bunch of ammo or pay the range fees. 
Right now, you'll also save 10% when you use the offer code PAT to purchase the system. It's itargetpro.com, offer code PAT, itargetpro.com. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Unleashed. Oh boy, uh, Cody Wilson is back in the news. You know Cody Wilson from Who, you know in his conception under what, what paradigm? paradigm? You know, you I'm know? just resisting. What am I resisting? I don't know. I don't know. The collectivization of manufacture, it's the institutionalization of the human, human psyche. psyche. I'm not, I'm not sure. sure, but I can tell you one thing: this is a symbol, symbol of reversibility that can never eradicate the gun from the earth. Right. Okay. Oh, boy. Sadly, sadly right now, Austin police are working with international authorities to bring Cody Wilson uh, back from Taiwan. Apparently, he goes there on business trips a lot. Uh, In Austin, he would face an assault charge that's been filed in Travis County. Oh, boy. Um, So he missed a scheduled flight back to the United States and is thought to have left the country after a friend of the 16-year-old sexual assault victim alleged sexual assault victim told him that police were investigating him uh they don't know why he went to taiwan they just said he does travel frequently there so he's apparently not trying to flee the country um Uh, but he's been entered into a national law enforcement computer for uh sexual assault of a child hmm. what is he resisting i don't know in whose conception maybe the state of texas under what paradigm? I don't know, the laws of the state of Texas? I'm just resisting. What am I resisting? I don't know. Maybe statutory rape laws? I have. I don't know. Ooh, <laughs> oh, resisting boy. Resisting arrest at this point, it sounds like. Man, oh, Manischewitz. That's not... That's not so I, I, I hope he didn't do this, but um, supposedly... You know, the left hates him now anyway, so they're going to be looking for stuff. And then when you provide them with possible things like this, wow, of course they're going to jump all over it. Apparently, uh, he had an online conversation with a girl under the age of 17, and her friend says that uh, he took her to a hotel. They met actually in person, and he took her to a hotel and they had sex. Mm. Um, so that would be, if she's 16, you know, statutory rape. Was there something about... And then he supposedly paid her $500 yeah, that's for what it. it was. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask. So it could be a couple of charges there. They, uh, The girl told authorities that she created an account on sugardaddymeat.com. That sounds like a quality website right there, doesn't it? That sounds like where classy people get together online. And then they began exchanging messages. Mm-hmm. He used the uh, username Sanjuro. And, but then he eventually told her, yeah, I'm uh, Cody Wilson. I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So. Cashing in some of the Bitcoin. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Um, 
the the girl's friends said that Cody took her to a hotel allegedly, and and uh, they had sex, and then he drove her back to to a Whataburger location and left her there. And I, I you know, wow, interesting. I, I, I don't know if she just you know was really hungry for that uh, double bacon cheese thing afterwards, or well, I mean, it could have been. You know, she knew somebody there that was going to take her home. I don't know how right. this works. If it's late enough, but. I mean, you could you can get the bob there, you know, the, the breakfast yeah. on a bun. Oh, that's right. You know, it could be that. That's right. might be. But, I mean, she's got to be let down if she signed up on sugardaddies.com and her date ended up taking her to Whataburger. <laughs> that's Bad. not what you're looking for there. So, I just, I hope this didn't happen. Yeah, me too. Because, uh, you know, he's he's a really smart guy. This is a really stupid thing. You would hope he didn't uh, he didn't do this. Uh, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Jody in Utah, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. I have a quick question that's mostly rhetorical, and then a bigger question. So okay. the quick question that's mostly rhetorical is, what the hell are they thinking to say? Well, this is in retaliation of Merrick Garland. Uh, Gorsuch came in between. If you're going to retaliate, do it now and get it over with. I don't know why you're going to sit on this and wait and wait and wait. That doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. That's the rhetorical thing. The bigger question is, does Grassley have the cojones to call a press conference five minutes after the deadline tomorrow when she says no and says, we're not holding a hearing. She can't be bothered to show. She can, you know, she had her chance to speak. Now she can forever hold her peace. We're going to the floor vote Monday. Thank you. No questions taken. Does he have the guts? I doubt it. I'd love to see that, though. You know, if... Appreciate the call, Jody. If Republicans would conduct their business like that, they'd have a heck of a lot more support than they do now. If they gave us that clear-cut difference that we're looking for, that we're so desperate for, they wouldn't be in danger of losing control of the of the House and the Senate right now. Mm-hmm. It's, again, for the millionth time, it's why Donald Trump got elected, because that's the perception of Trump, that he says things, he's bold, he sticks to it. Now, he doesn't stick to everything in every case, but enough so that people have really been impressed with him, and they want that. Stand up to the other side. That's what we want. And it's what they almost never do. But maybe this will be a pleasant surprise for us. I don't know. We'll see. Denise in Virginia, you're on the blaze. Hi, how are you? Good. Um, about Kavanaugh, if the allegations that she's making is true, why did she go to the Democratic Party to report it instead of going to the police? Yeah, 36 years ago, in fact. Why Why didn't you do that? 36 years ago. Yeah, thanks, Denise. It's, and that's the case in how many of these situations in almost every one of these accusations now, there are things that happened 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago. It's impossible to prove now. How do you prove that? Especially in this case, there's no forensic stuff. He touched her over her clothes, allegedly. And then somebody jumped on the top of both of them, and they all fell to the floor, and then she left. And that's the extent of it. That's what happened, according to her. Now, according to him, none of that took place. So it's it's he said, she said, and he's got his friends who are coming forward, and apparently she's got people who either are friends or are playing the political game, and 
initially at least saying, yeah, this happened. It was a big buzz at school. And then the next day, retracting that, walking it completely back and saying, oh, I don't know. I don't know that that happened. I've got no proof on that. Wow. It's a crazy world. (sighs) A crazy, crazy world. 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. On the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you for being here. 888-900-3393. And uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. By the way, traffic and weather together every seven minutes on the sixes. All day long. And uh, all Check night, too. Check your math. Oh, it's Sorry. It's every six minutes on the sevens. Uh, and uh, tomorrow, we're switching it, though. Uh, I, I don't know why they um, have to rework this, but it's going to be every nine minutes on the threes beginning tomorrow. So why are we changing it again? I don't know. I, I mean, don't just know. when the audience I just plans do their they commute me. around our exactly. sixes on the sevens, or... then they go to nine minutes on the threes. I don't know. Oh, speaking of tomorrow, though, at this time, <laughs> uh, twenty-four oh, hours from now. That's right. Da-da-da, Moron da-da-da. trivia. Yep. Moron trivia. So we'll have all the traffic. Yeah. Okay. Here on uh, stadium traffic, the game big day. frog game one hundred nine nine that uh, you need to get wherever you're going. You and... get a plane or tailgate. You don't want to be sitting in traffic. Yeah. You'd rather be celebrating the fact that the New England Patriots are playing at the Detroit Lions, and that'll be our game. So Detroit's the home team. Yes. We'll be starting in Detroit with uh, with our convenience store clerks, and it's always an adventure when we go to Detroit. So that'll be fun. That's a bold move by mm-hmm. the National Football League putting a night game in the city of Detroit. Very bold. Very bold. <clears throat> Things couldn't go much worse, though, for the NFL than they are right now, it <laughs> seems like. <laughs> Boy, Deshaun Watson, though, he's a man. I'll tell you what. Uh, he stood up to that. There was a guy who tweeted out a, a racial thing about him. Yeah, uh, that's or, right. Or, or a Facebook post or something. Yeah. Yeah, he tweeted out. Um, so Watson could have... Deshaun Watson, who's the quarterback of the Houston Texans, for anybody who and, is and, unfamiliar and with And for Zozilla's, Keith's fantasy team, but continue. Okay, I mean, I, this is was the important, important league right here. Important to side. When a school official made a racist comment about black quarterbacks, and it was directed specifically at Deshaun Watson. Mm. So the media, of course, want to jump on that and get him to fire this thing up into mm-hmm. a massive controversy about yeah. what a racist country we're in and how nothing's changed and do the whole Beto O'Rourke speech about how we're still in Jim Crow times. Uh, Here's what he said. Yeah, that's on him. (laughs) Let peace be with him. I'm all about love. (laughs) That is, I just became a huge Deshaun Watson fan. Of course, I, I, I liked him before, but this really cements that. So what the guys say uh, something that actually was uh, quite racist. Uh, that may have been the most... He, he was talking about a decision that Deshaun Watson made in the last game. It may have been the most inept quarterback decision I've ever seen in the NFL, he wrote. 
When you need precision decision-making, you can't count on a black quarterback. Oh, Ooh, ouch. Oh. From better football, as Keith Jackson used to say. <clears throat> wow. Uh, he later said, yeah, I intended that comment to be private. He regretted the posting the comment under a story on the Cron.com Facebook page. That's the uh, Houston Chronicle Facebook page. Hmm. So you meant to be a private racist, not a public <laughs> racist. Okay, that makes a big difference. Uh-huh. <clears throat> yeah, I wanted to stay in the closet with my racism, but somehow that went public. I Dang it. <laughs> so, But Deshaun Watson could have made a huge thing out of it, yeah. right? Yep. And he could have he could have made that uh, the whole momentum shifter and the kneeling and and this social justice stuff that's going on in the NFL. Instead, that's on him. Let peace be with him. I'm all about love. What a great way to handle it. Thank you, Deshaun. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, the Texans will get into the win column this week against the Jets. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Meanwhile, Jalen Drummond, who is a black intern at the White House. He has been ridiculed over the last month or so. Uh, He's gotten all kinds of racist comments against him. And it's all because he works at the White House and he's black. He's a University of Alabama graduate. um, And he was the black person in the photo of all the interns at the White House. As they put it, it featured his smiling face amid a sea of other white interns. So, in addition to the criticism he faced on the internet, website Funny or Die even made Drummond's appearance in the photo a meme comparing him to the black uh, protagonist from Get Out, that movie from a couple years ago. Um, so, he is kind of unmoved by all of this stuff, but... These wonderful, inclusive, loving lefties have just torn into him online. And they've called him the house N-word. Oh, gosh, stop it. Um, and worse. And, you know, that's actual racism. Though That's not a dog whistle. I don't know if you idiots know this. That's beyond dog whistle stuff. That's not code for anything. That's the actual racism. He said, I... I Never in a million years would I have thought that such an opportunity would be bestowed upon me, an average kid who was raised in rural Alabama and educated at a poor country school, county school. That's what he said about his opportunity to go to the White House and, and intern there. He just he considered it an honor to serve in the White House and thought, what a, what a great country. And instead, these idiots are... Calling him all kinds of racial nonsense. Oh, it's just really sad. Really sad where we've uh, where we've gotten to. Speaking of which, can our rhetoric get any better? Um, we have at least one indication that maybe it can. Maybe there's hope. Maybe we can come together and uh, make a difference. Do anybody remember Cameron Kasky? He's he was with David Hogg on an appearance on Bill Maher's show. And he's the one that got really carried away and to the point where Bill Maher had to say, whoa, wait, whoa, 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 I'm, I'm a friend. I'm not the enemy. <laughs> um, just to remind you, here is that exchange between he and Bill Maher on gun control. 
Look, a lot of people, a lot of people are trying to take us down quickly. They're trying to discredit us. They're trying to say we don't know what we're talking about. Well, until you've been on the receiving some, some end of, them have of an, called you actors. Well, I am an actor, actually. Um, oh. I'm in Spring Awakening right now at the Barclay Performing Arts Center. It's a, lot, oh. it's a great show. Um, what I'm saying is. You know, you can say that we don't know what we're talking about because we're 17 years old, but until you've been on the receiving end of an AR-15, until you've been locked into your class... Look, Wayne LaPierre, Dana Loesch... Right. I don't know... I don't know if you guys have ever had to deal with that, but as far as I know, that's Mm. not the case. We've been locked in a classroom. We have Mm. seen our friends text their parents goodbye. We are the experts... We know exactly what we're talking hmm. about. How dare Jeez. you tell us we don't know what we're... I'm, I'm friend. Friend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> friend. And let's let's uh, take that again. I mean, even Bill Maher knows how yeah. over the top the kid was. Mm-hmm. Uh, when did that happen? Like in March. the spring sometime. March? March yeah. 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 Okay. Between March and now, something has happened to this kid. This is pretty amazing. Uh, he told Fox News Radio's Guy Benson and Marie Harf that he's learned to listen to other people's perspectives. Here he is. This summer, when March for Lives went on the summer tour that we embarked on, I met that person in Texas who's got that semi-automatic weapon because that's how they like to protect their family. I met I met the 50-some-odd percent of women who are pro-life, even though I thought that it was preposterous that a woman could be pro-life and not pro-choice at the time. I, I learned that... Um, <sighs> A lot of our issues politically come from a, a lack of understanding of the perspectives and uh, and also just the the fact that so often young, young conservatives and young liberals will go into debate, uh, like I said earlier, trying to beat the other one as opposed to come to an agreement. And, right. and you know, that's natural. It's important for things to be a bit competitive because I think competition is very important for everything. But it comes to a point where all we're doing right now is driving each other apart. I mean, the people who, who were okay with Trump will now forgive him for anything. And the people who didn't like Trump will pretend that every single thing he does is pure, utter evil. And, and it's a direction wow. we, need to, we need to head away from. So I'm working on some efforts Jeez. to encourage bipartisanship or at least discussion that is, not, that is uh-huh. productive and help a lot of people avoid the mistakes that I make. Wow. Yes! Thank you! Cameron Kurlowski! That's incredible. What a transformation of this kid in a really short, what, less than six months? Mm-hmm. That's pretty amazing. I mean, that phrase, hopefully they'll avoid the mistakes that I that made. That I made. Sounded like Glenn. Wow. That, that's, pretty, that's pretty powerful. That's very powerful. That kid grew up. That kid grew up. I, well, it shows that at 17, you think you know everything. Mm-hmm. And then you have some life experiences where you talk to other people with differing points of view, and you find out they're not demons. You find out there are reasons people believe the way they do. And I mean that as a compliment. Uh, yeah. He went from a kid yes. to a man over six months, as I, far as I'm concerned, at least intellectually. Thank you. And there was more. Here's, uh, here's what else he said. I'm very regretful of a, a, a lot of mistakes that I've made along the way. And um, and one of the things I never really did was watch myself. If I was on a screen, I kind of tried to run away from it. I, I'm not entirely sure why. But looking back on that, you know, it's it's like you said, you touched up on this very well in the intro. I'm not going to kick myself for it because I had um, 
you know, I'm, I'm 17, and despite the fact that I thought I did at the time, it turns out I don't know everything. <laughs> but um, wow! But I, but I look Stop back. Stop it on right there. Say, you did know you? What? Did you just? There hear- were people who had just been buried. Can we pause it for and a second. You're looking at apparently not. Okay, there we go. Did you hear what he just said? Despite the fact that I was 17 and I thought I knew everything, I didn't. Wow. That just that admission is worth its weight in gold. Here's the rest. This murderer obtaining the weapon, you, it's hard not to, to say something like that. But, but I went into that wanting less conversation and more to embarrass Rubio. And that was my biggest flaw. Mm. That was the biggest problem with my prerogative was I was going in to, to jab at somebody when I could have gone in and said, what can we do here? There's a kid who's grown a lot in a short period of time. Wow, really surprising. More than Good for him. most adults involved in this discussion. Yeah. Seriously. Yep. Thank you. Certainly better than David Hogg. I mean, that kid has shown uh, no restraint that I've seen. So, I mean, that's that's great. Cameron Kasky, who's uh, come a long way. 888-900-3393. Um, if fake news was a product, it would, it would probably be a superfood. Because... Look at your superfood containers. They have a supplements facts panel. That means it's um, it's made if it doesn't have uh, the actual nutrition facts, then that means it's an it's made from an extract instead of real food. But with the goal of creating a real superfood, uh, specially designed to enhance your health and help you reach your full potential, a team of top physicians got together and created Brickhouse Nutrition, and that and with that. They then created the product Field of Greens, which is stuff I love. You just take one scoop and put it into a glass of water if you want, about eight ounces or so, and it flavors the water like Kool-Aid. Or you can put it into a shake or a smoothie, which is what I do. Every scoop has a full serving of real certified vegan, vegetarian, and USDA organic fruits and vegetables. So you don't have to taste all of that nastiness. You don't have to... You know, the great thing about cooking uh, kale in a Teflon pan is that it slides right out of the pan into the trash really a lot smooth, faster, really smooth. smoothly, mm-hmm. and doesn't leave that icky, crusty stuff behind. Yeah. It's, so you don't have to worry about that with Field of Greens. Um, uh, it's just really good stuff, and it's going to help you have a healthier and happier lifestyle. Go to BrickHousePat.com. Give it a try today. See if it doesn't make you feel better. Try Field of Greens, get 10% off a month's supply when you use the offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns. Is there? I'm just looking over uh, my my show prep of uh, videos available, and I see reversing row trailer. So there is there another trailer about? Uh, of course, this isn't about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, right? This is just. Is this the pro life movie that they're making? Oh, I think it. I think it is. So I've been hearing about this secret. 
film that is being made in Hollywood. And a lot of people, when they found out what was being made, backed out of the project. And so they had to scramble to find uh, uh, people who could who would actually be willing to be in the movie. And I guess this is coming to Netflix soon. It's called Reversing Row. Here's a, here's a look at the uh, preview. Since 2010, 300 abortion restrictions have been passed in this country. Many people are unaware of how restricted abortion has become. The legislative oh, yeah, priority so needs hard. to be something that will stop abortions. One in four women will have an abortion in their life. And when I think about how politicized this has become, I wonder, how did this happen? It's the basis of democracy that you control your own body. So the question is, who gets to make the decision? Is it the woman or is it the government? Well, I won't back down. No, I won't back down. In a monumental moment for the Supreme Court, Justice Anthony Kennedy is retiring. There is a very real concern that Trump is going to appoint anti-abortion judges. You can stay oh, no. effective mm. in targeting abortionists. When abortion clinics close, babies get saved. The idea that we would go back to that was just unbearable to me. Life is winning again. If doctors can't perform the procedure or clinics can't keep their doors open, then what are we left with? Um, babies. Human beings surviving. That's what we're left with. <laughs> it's pretty amazing how they can't grasp that concept and that we believe that concept so strongly that uh, that is human life that you're taking. It's, so it's not about your body. It's about the body inside of you. That's what it's about. There's another person to consider here that you can't just dismiss. Uh, but they can't seem to get their heads around that. They just think we're we're trying to be uh, controlling of women as they try to control even the things that we can eat. <laughs> Michelle Obama went around the country stopping people from being able to eat certain foods at school. Uh, Michael Bloomberg tried to ban certain things in restaurants and in fact did. And that movement continues they've tried to take away salt from people they've tried to take away trans fats they've tried to take away cholesterol uh, substances with any kind of food with a high cholesterol content which by the way they just found out there's nothing to the cholesterol thing (laughs) so they want to control our food but they don't think we should be able to say hey wait a minute what about the life inside of you are you going to consider that at all so that'll be interesting to see uh, how that does on Netflix when it when it comes out. Um, it's a hugely contentious topic, but it's a topic we've we got to discuss now. We gave up that ground uh, for far too long, and look what happened. It just it spiraled completely out of control, and sixty million people uh, are not alive today that otherwise would have been. And more than that. Yeah. Their offspring, yep. potentially. Well, that's true. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Uh A list actor Chris Pratt is denying right now that Hollywood is anti Christian or anti religion. What? 
And he talked about why he's been so outspoken about his Christian faith lately. He said that he doesn't believe Hollywood is judgmental uh, for someone having a religion or belief system. And it's pretty easygoing with the entire notion. He said, I think that there's this narrative that exists out there that Hollywood is anti-Christian or anti-religious, but it's just not the case. They're kind of not anti-anything. What? (laughs) They are kind of pro-whatever is authentic to you. (laughs) What? boy. What planet are you living on? Somebody write that guy some lines, man. Quick. Jeez. So I like that because it's authentic for me to be pro-Christian, pro-Jesus. That's my thing. I like it. And I've never had anyone try to shame me to my face. Oh, believe me, Chris. They're doing it behind your back. <laughs> wow. Um, he said, if that's the case, go ahead. You can say whatever you want to me, to my face or behind my back. I'm not going to change. That's good. I don't know that I'm so much more motivated by where the world is or just what I'm feeling called to do right now. I think it's a combination of both things. That kind of a message, it might not be for everybody, but there is a group of people for whom that message is designed. He added that there are fewer things more fulfilling uh, than being able to hit the right spot at the right time. Nothing fills my soul more than to think that maybe some kid watching would say, Hey, I've been thinking about that. I've been thinking about praying. Let me try that out. That's like the only way I feel I can repay what has essentially been a giant gift in my life. Hmm. It's nice. Um, But again, I I don't, (laughs) I don't know, maybe it doesn't get out in Hollywood all that much or read things in the newspaper or watch television or get on the internet. Um, Or live on this planet? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. But they are not pro, hey, whatever goes. Uh, Wow. (laughs) Nothing could be less true than that. Uh, No. And in fact, uh, Hollywood and and those on the far left really enjoy um, manufacturing controversy where none exists. Uh, Like, for example, seeing white power symbols where none exist. Uh, What? Well, when we, no, you no. and I grew up, we're so it, old, we uh-huh. used to think this meant okay. <gasps> oh, no, no. Did I, can I do you, that on no, TV? No, you can't. Oh, no. He just made the white supremacy uh, Oh, symbol. no, I said the okay. It was the okay. It used to be that, but it's, that's not what it is, and you know it. Okay. Um, the legend is, or the theory is, that when you make the O, these three fingers form a W. <laughs> like white power, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I only need one finger to express myself on my hand, <laughs> but continue. But it's interesting to see the number of people uh, who are flashing this sign now oh, showing yeah. their white supremacy feelings. And it started with, uh, what's her name? Zena Bash, is that right? Uh, a law clerk for Kavanaugh sitting behind him. Oh. And she was scratching her arm, yeah. and it showed her. There it is. We got the picture on the Blaze TV. Oh, no, she scratched her arm with yeah, her thumb and her finger. How dare you? Look at that. White supremacy. I mean, look at this. You will be stunned at the number of people, though, who are starting to do this because really? it's, uh, yeah, they want to show how into white supremacy they are. Here's okay. another person who's uh, flashed this, the symbol. Whoa, oh. whoa. Oprah Winfrey, the double white supremacist. Look at that. She's doing it with both hands. Unbelievable. That is unreal. Who else? Who, how does she have a network or a show? 
Uh, look at this person. Is it Beyonce? Beyonce? Oh my goodness, what is happening? Again, the double, double. Like, symbol. Rub our faces in that. And oh, Colin Kaepernick. Who's that guy? <laughs> <laughs> With the white supremacy symbol. Yeah, look, and that's before look his that. hair grow out, too. See? Yeah, look at that. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy from his buckwheat, buckwheat days. Otay. What he really was saying was white power. <laughs> That's what he was saying. Okay, right but there. that's it, right? We- nope. Uh, there, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez and okay, so- that guy uh, flashing the white supremacy uh-huh. symbol. Oh wow! So and then- <laughs> Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. I feel your pain. Uh-huh. White power, everybody. White power. <laughs> okay, <then> we- <laughs> All right. All right. We've got Jesus. Okay. Flashing. Okay. <laughs> So there you go. It's just ridiculous, man. It's absolutely insane. It shows how stupid it is. That that's it's not a symbol of white supremacy. In fact, I think that was created as like a joke to Uh show how gullible the left is. And they bought it. And they bought into it. Hook line. line, Absolutely. One hundred (laughs) percent. Anyway. Jeez. Good stuff. (laughs) It's really funny. (laughs) All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Um, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Coming up in just a second, we have uh, Jeffy with Chewing the Fat. Mm. We'll get to that next. Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. It's time for Chewing the Fat with Jeffy. Less than a week to fall 2018. I, I, I'm i with you, Pat. Mm-hmm. It's time to cool down a little bit. Oh, please. Good I, gosh. I've had enough of the fires of hell in Texas. Now, it won't cool down here in September. No, it'll be fall. Wednesday. Or October. It'll be it's Wednesday's or fall. Or November. But by December, it should be about 89. Oh. So, no, looking forward to no, that. No, Wednesday's fall. I mean, right. That's true. The leaves change; it gets cold. Yes, and the rest of the country can get excited about that because <laughs> it actually happens in the rest of the country. <laughs> it just doesn't happen here. Uh, what was it? Ninety-eight yesterday. Yeah. Oh man, uh, miserable it's just, it's and crazy. humid. Uh, yeah, we've been getting a lot of rain, so the humidity kicks up. Just, oh, the mosquitoes! Nice. Oh, oh I, know. I know. Meanwhile, yeah, but the rain has helped my daughter's cantaloupes. I'm glad to hear that. They're yeah, good I've been too. worried about your daughter's cantaloupes. What are you Whoa, growing right hey. now? Um, cantaloupes and what else? Just cantaloupes? Just cantaloupes that you know of? Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's officially the snowiest September in history for Edmonton, Canada. Yeah. Wow. Uh, temperatures remain well below seasonal this week, and there's a potential for another 20 centimeters of snow. 
I don't. Uh, so what is that? 18 feet? Is it an inch extra? <laughs> Nobody knows. There's no way to Nobody tell. Nobody knows. No way to tell. You'd think they'd know that by but now. But it's a record snowfall in mm-hmm. September. Eight inches. I even guess, even, I guess in, the that me- even too, in the metric system, yeah. it's a record yes. snowfall. I guess that, too, is global warming. Uh, I don't know. So... I mean, maybe that's why Michael Moore says that, uh, you know, if his new film doesn't uh, doesn't do well, he's going to move to Canada. Uh, it leads to trouble. Please do. I, I say bye. Uh, bye. Bye. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, looking that it could be, you know, look, he knows that uh, this controversy because he draws explicit parallels between Trump's political trajectory and Hitler's rise to power. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> good God. The movie's going to be good. Oh, it's going to be good. Listen. If uh, by taking Trump's mask off and exposes what he's really up to and what's really going on here, and you may need to see it because you often don't get to see it before it's too late. Now, I'm hoping it's not too late, but if it's too late, I'm moving to Canada. And look, he makes a good case to become a Canadian citizen. Okay. Uh, because uh, <clears throat> his grandfather's uh, Ontario roots, as well as his devotion to the Canadian-made Blackberry, should get him right into being a... Okay. Citizen of Canada. I mean, who doesn't want? But what is the reason to become a cat? My grandfather uh, loved Canada, and I like the Blackberry. So <laughs> can I be a citizen, please? Yeah, no. No, no you can't. No. no. No, sorry. If Canada doesn't take him, that'd be great. I want Canada to take him. <laughs> They're welcome to him. Go ahead. Yeah, he's pretty close. I mean, he lives Move. up there outside of Detroit, well, right? Yeah, he lives in Michigan. Yeah. So. And there's just. Open up the bridge, let them drive across. In a humble little, you know, 10,000 square foot mansion. It's just, uh, you know, it's not that big. It's not ostentatious. It's, right. You know, because he wants to relate to the little people. And, well, you know. he looks out at the little people on the lake that it's on. Right. Yes, he does. He talks That's about true. It. He can see the little people over his boathouse yeah, right. when, they're, when they're going by out fishing. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, so it works out really yeah, well. Yeah, it's a good place for him. Mm-hmm. You know, this, uh, this is kind of, I'm torn between this story, whether I... I like it or whether it's a bad, is a bad, you know, it, it is a bad thing, but it's kind of where we're headed and I don't really like it. Um, William Smith, 28, from Aurora, Illinois, was, um, was arrested last month following allegations by his then girlfriend that he had raped her eight year old daughter. All right. Now, Smith was found in possession of child pornography. He was arrested on two counts related to child pornography and one count of child molestation. The judge, ruled that he didn't pose a threat to the local community and raised the $30,000 bail, and he's free, walking around the streets. The victim's family, a little shocked, of course, that he's walking around free. Uh, He was awaiting trial for his crimes. Well, the judge, whose name they won't tell us, uh, was uh, woken up around 3 a.m. His dog was barking, going crazy, went outside to find that the dog had found the decapitated body of the man (laughs) that he let free. Uh, somebody uh, took his head off and left the body right in front of the judge's house. Oh, there wow. There you go. So uh, that's a bad deal. Yeah. Uh, now, he's a dirtbag, mm-hmm. no question. But I don't know that we need to be taking the law into our own hands. And if that's the way we're headed, that's a, mm. that's a bad, bad deal. Uh, good news. Another uh, More good news coming uh, from uh, the world news. Colombian cocaine production hit record levels last year. That's good news. I mean, bad news. Right. Uh, the, <laughs> the UN on uh, drugs and crime. You know, Colombia. Here you go. <laughs> they say, Colombia says uh, their production rose 31% uh, in 2017. That's a lot, man. 
Uh, they're the largest producer of cocaine. But Colombia is just milking for money. All right. We give them $400 million a year. Mm. Right? The U.N. gives them $300 million a year, and that is to, you know, assist on the war on drugs and reducing production of cocaine. How's that working out? Because it doesn't, it seems to be money just uh, blowing in the wind. But fortunately, the new president is going to create a new drug fighting policy, and that goal is going to have concrete results. I mean, good. so That's a relief. good. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So just keep sending the money. Please mm-hmm. keep sending the money because we can't fight it without your money. And you know, every penny is going right where you intend it right. to the war on cocaine. And it's good that the $700 million that they're getting uh, from the United States and the U.N. are two separate entities because the U.N. is loaded with cash. Right. That's not it's not just uh-huh. the United States giving them this money. It's well, the United States and the United Nations. Yes. And all of it's our money because we pay the full freight at the Every UN. dime. Every dime of Nobody it else pays us. their union dues or their, Every u- dime their, their United Nations dues except us. So We're about bad. the only ones. It's so bad. Uh, this is kind of cool. This is kind of a cool story. Uh, two, two youngsters in Pearland, Texas. Two youngsters. These young guys are eating at McDonald's. And they looked around and they were like, uh, man, uh, they don't have any Asians in the pictures here on the wall in McDonald's. And they're two Asians, and they, were, they had other races, but no Asians. We felt like it was our duty to put ourselves up there. So they concocted a scheme. They, buy, they bought McDonald's uniforms from Goodwill. They created fake badges. Uh, to, <laughs> they made this big poster of them eating McDonald's, the two Asian guys <laughs> eating McDonald's. If you're watching Blaze Television, you can see the poster that they put up in, in McDonald's. Now, they thought they were going to get in trouble. Uh-huh. They put it up in the store. It was there for 51 days. Wow. The employees were like, I guess that belongs there. Yeah, somebody I mean, somebody put it up there, no problem. Yeah. So it goes viral. They go on Ellen DeGeneres, and McDonald's says, you know what? <laughs> we do need more Asian-American representation in our marketing. So they're going to feature them both in an upcoming campaign, and they're going to give them twenty five grand for the promotion. Nice. Each. Uh, I, would well. say, I would say uh, twenty five grand for the 51 days, and then if I'm going to be in the other promotion – yeah, I need a little bit more money on top of that. McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that first twenty-five grand is just to start. Yeah, it's just to start. But that's kind of cool. Yeah, it is. That's kind of cool. They, they, and it was—it was a prank that didn't hurt anybody. Mm, right. It was just promotion. It was great. Uh, for those of you that uh, want, need life insurance, and there's some of us, you know, that need it more than others. Uh, believe me, uh, it's no longer going to be able to buy an insurance policy from John Hancock unless. You either have a wearable device from the Apple Watch Store or Fitbit uh, capable of logging your activity uh, because uh, the firm announced today changing new policies, existing policies. Uh, you don't, unless you're going to wear this and we're able to track your exercise and what you're doing with your life, we're not giving you insurance. Have a nice day. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, plenty of insurance companies for the past 20 years have had deals where they want you to exercise, and they give you discounts for gyms, and they give you discounts for whatever kind of exercise you program on. Um, I haven't opted for any of those yet. No. But they're available. They're available. Mm-hmm. But now, I mean, they're, they want, if you're going to get any kind of insurance at all, here you go. Where are this? We want to know what you're doing. Yeah. And just wait till the government what you're doing. demands access to that. I mean, and just wait till they start demanding that you eat certain things. I know. 
that you exercise uh, a certain amount. I'm not going to be able that, to... That you take 10,000 steps a day or whatever. Yeah. Uh, they will do that. I'm not going to be able to binge any shows anymore. It's going to be... Hello? Uh-huh. Hey, you've been sitting on the couch for five hours now. You get want to up, get up and move? You fat lump. <laughs> get up. Otherwise, we're going to cancel your insurance, okay? Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> right. can easily see that happening. Uh, absolutely. There's, there's no question that's going to happen. Uh, good news uh, from Amazon, though. And look, it's, it's, it's going to be Amazon ruling the world soon, right? If they don't already, really. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're considering a plan to open as many as 3,000 3, new Amazon Go cashierless stores in the next few years. 3,000? 3, 3,000. That would be. So grocery stores? Or uh, well, it, more 7-Eleven ish, Subway, Panera Bread. It's like the store where you go in, like they opened up in Seattle, use the app. You go in, take something off the shelf, and leave. Uh-huh. And it char- you know, it charge you because it's for uh, pick up a quick bite to eat for people in a rush. Um, you know, it's uh, they want their phones at the turn. You, you know, your phones go by that turnstile, and then whatever you take, boom, out mm. of your account. Yeah. Right? Yep. So they've got one, and they've got two or three stores open already, and uh, they're planning on uh, fifty locations in major metro areas by next year. And as many as 3,000 by 2021. So 7-Elevens. Uh, wow. I mean, good luck. Yeah, that's... Good luck. The only saving thing is that they don't sell gas. Gasoline, right? Mm-hmm. So you still are going to go to those convenience stores for gas. But why would you go there? I guess because you're getting gas, it's the convenience of having it there. Mm-hmm. But they're not doing... Most of it is going to be in uh, uh, urban areas. I mean, that's what they want. They want the urban mm-hmm. areas, young, affluent residents where they can, you know, people are walking within like a quarter of a mile. I mean, big cities, right? New York, mm-hmm. Chicago, those cities where people in Dallas, they'd have to be about two blocks apart because people aren't walking any more than that in Dallas. <laughs> yeah, it's the, yeah, it's too hot out. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. Can I drive my car through? Now, if you have an air-conditioned underground tunnel to get me there, I might consider that. Well, I do have the underground city of Dallas. Have you ever been down there? No. I have not either. I've been, da- I've been in Houston's, it. but I've never been to Dallas. Yeah, I have not either. And I, I, I didn't even know Dallas had one. Do they have one? Yeah. And, and it's been, you know, they... Is they, it a mall, like in Houston? I think so. They built it a bunch of years ago thinking that it was going to save businesses. And what it did is it killed downtown. Because yeah. everybody came downtown and went, nobody's here. Right. <laughs> that is the danger of that. Yeah. I mean, maybe you do it and have a glass floor. Yeah. Glass ceiling. Glass ceiling. <laughs> so you can ceiling. see everybody down there. <laughs> oh, okay. That's where they are. Oh, they're down there. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's go there. <laughs> and uh, speaking of uh, Amazon and uh, the companies as such, uh, they have the new list of the top 10 most relevant brands Ooh. to consumers that are out right oh, now. Okay? okay. Most relevant uh, brands. Profit surveyed 12,694 consumers uh, in the U.S., 299 brands, 37 different industries. All right. Uh, customer obsession, brands you can't live without, pragmatism, brands you can depend on, uh, brands that consistently innovate, brands that inspire you. All right. Mm-hmm. Number 10, Nike. Number nine, Ugh. Spotify. All right. Number eight, KitchenAid. Hmm. Number seven, Samsung. Okay. Number six, Google. Number five, Android. Number four, Netflix. Number three, Pinterest. Number two, Amazon. Apple. Number no, one. Has to be, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Pinterest was the only social media giant to crack the top ten. Mm. This is, which is really fascinating. And Netflix, right, is the only one. I mean, Amazon still has their streaming service, and I guess Apple is coming on board with that. So, I mean, but Facebook, Twitter, Snap, Instagram, YouTube, none of those in the top ten. Mm. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, and I forget when this when they said this they actually took this so I mean they, this is probably if you take this at the end of this year some mm. that might change Nike might drop you know, everything's oh. changing so fast yeah mm-hmm. everything's well I mean Nike will lead you to believe that they're better off now mm. right I mean that's their that's their pro I don't know that that'd be true but they would uh, certainly lead you to believe that that's true uh, you know. Parents in schools. Yesterday we talked a little bit about homeschooling. We've talked about homeschooling on this show for forever, and uh, and the reasons that we homeschool. This uh, mother in Texas took a little uh, took a little punishment to her own uh, in her own way. Uh, mother, Texas mother, thank you for being in Texas. Uh, heard her son had been bullying kids at school, so she sent him to school with a T-shirt that said, "I am a bully" on it. Mm. Pretty. I mean, he was calling other boys stupid, calling them idiots. And uh, when she learned that her son was doing that, she had him wear the T-shirt that read, I am. And if you're watching on Blaze Television, you can see the kid with his T-shirt on. Uh, I'm a very old school parent. I don't coddle my children. I don't sugarcoat the world to them. She posted the pictures on Facebook, but then she took those down because of all the negative comments. Uh, people were all wound up at her. And psychologists are saying, you know, oh, I don't know if that's what exactly the way uh, you should treat children and what you should do with children. Um, the school was all for it. And one psychologist, one of my favorite lines was, uh, I don't think it requires the scarlet letter searing the letter B on his forehead. Well, that's not what she did. <laughs> well, guess what? You get to take the T-shirt off. Yes. That's, that's, right. That's not a sc- yeah, we, I don't think we it, didn't We didn't brand him. I don't think it's worth branding him either on his <laughs> forehead. <laughs> Fortunately, we don't have to worry about Thank that. Thank you. Jeez. <laughs> School was all on board. Uh, they understood why I was doing it. Well, I don't think it's worth lopping the kid's head <laughs> off and using it uh, for basketball practice. Agreed. Yeah, I I agree with you. It's not. 100% doctor. <laughs> so bad. Uh, the mom last statement, he'll survive. He's already been treating his sisters better, treating his cousins better. He learned wow. from it. That's what matters. Awesome. Right? Mm. I know. And then we have a school in the U.K. Uh, that uh, kind of this is where we're coming at with the uh, school, uh, with the kid with uh, I Am a Bully. The mom uh, took her little uh, son to school on a brand new day. Uh, Charlie, he's six. He got the little punk hairstyle himself. He was excited to show off to his classmates. Had the uh, had it all punched up, ready for school. And they called the school, called and said, uh, "No, that kid's haircuts cannot go. It's too wild and crazy. Uh, you cannot have a haircut like that in school. The Mohawk will not do. Uh, it, we're not having that." And also, uh, she said that uh, one teacher said, uh, "Look." Uh, maybe you need to shave that because it might, might be poke somebody's eye out. It's, 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 <laughs> little spikies it's, going on. His hair his can ha- poke somebody's his, eye out. He's got hair with burwax in it, or maybe some kind of spray. <laughs> He'll be fine. But uh, they had he, she took him out of the school for a few days, and they let him back into school. But they water it down. They won't let him have his hair like that. Jeez. So uh, I mean, that's where they're at in the United Kingdom. So coming to a school. Uh, near you here in the U.S. very soon. And we hear stories like that all the time. It's so, so dumb. Yeah, Teachers and uh, administrators acting like that for a little kid with his hair. He wants to go to school. 
and a haircut. There's no yeah. wild haircuts allowed in this school. <laughs> uh, that's, okay, thank you. I mean, he doesn't have an earring in his nose. He doesn't have an earring in his ear or a big uh, chunk of a uh, lead hanging from his bottom lip. It's just a haircut. Yeah. It's just a haircut. All right. We got more uh, Chewing the Fat coming up with Jeffy uh, in just a second here. Let me tell you about uh, how you can keep your ears clean and uh, be able to hear, feel better. Use WaxRx.com as the place you need to go. WaxRx.com. Look, the WaxRx system is the method physicians trust the most, and it's just like the system they use in the offices, but it's cheaper than going to their offices. The WaxRx system is a real solution for stubborn earwax. It is doctor-developed, and it works safely when all other products fail. The wax softening drops break down the earwax inside the ear. It's a specially engineered pump fitted with a unique tip to gently deliver the perfect amount of cleansing pressure to flush the wax away. And finally, the pH condition formula rinses and soothes your ears, making for the ultimate, most complete earwax removal system available. Go to usewaxrx.com for your reusable earwash system today use the offer code radio they're going to ship it right to your house for free use waxrx.com usewaxrx.com pat gray on the blaze radio network Now back to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Finish it up, Chewing the Fat with Jeffy. Things that I have uh, seen uh, in quite some time is uh, a, a whale died, okay? A whale died on a beach, and that's what they do. Uh, died on a beach, no problem. But uh, up in uh, New Hampshire, or uh, where the heck was it? In, yeah, in New Hampshire, Rye, New Hampshire, they had this whale on the beach, and they decided, hey, how do we get rid of it? And somebody said, well, we'll just bring in the, we'll bring in the tractor with, uh, with the bucket, and we'll put it in a dumpster. And uh, there's a, if you watch on Blaze Television, you'll see them pick up the whale. It's a whale. And obviously, it's not going <laughs> not to fit, fit in the into the dumpster That's provided. That's like something I would do. But the guy... <laughs> that is unbelievable. What? Are you idiots? Yes. The, the sheriff... The sheriff <laughs> when they talked to the sheriff. He goes, yeah, that, oh, was, that, that was a bad idea. But they brought in a bigger uh, dumpster. Maybe we should have measured that to see what <laughs> They brought in fit. a bigger dumpster. It stayed there all day. And then they brought in a, a different dumpster the next day. And, and it fit a, Yeah, they in brought in a big one, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, somebody said, well, we got a baby whale. So they're thinking about the baby whale. Huh. But in this story, they talk about this uh, dead whale in Oregon back in 1970. And I think, I don't remember that at all. Mm-mm. And it's 1970. You know, nobody's got, nobody's got cell phones and there, nobody's reporting on this. It's just a story. Well, then I see there's a news report. Okay, from Florence, Oregon in 1970. The sperm whale dies on the beach. Their idea is, is that they're going to blow it up. So that it's all tiny pieces, and all the seagulls have food to eat. I mean, it's kind of, you know. Oh, they'd never let that happen today. Not a chance. Oh, my gosh. You can't blow up a whale. It's dead. It's dead. It doesn't care at this point. be protesting. Yeah. So they interview the the guy that put the dynamite. They bring dynamite. They bring like 20 cases of dynamite in this whale. They don't know how much they're going to need. They talk to the guy. He goes, the problem is I don't know how much we're going to need. I got it. uh, I got it boxed in there so it should explode back out into the ocean and the seagulls could have it. 
and the news reporters film it. There's people along the beach in the sand dunes. People have come to see them explode the whale, the sperm Let's whale. See it. And this footage is from. Wow, that's just ex- that's a massive, massive explosion. explosion. Whale pieces are flying. You can see them go in front of the camera. Whale pieces are flying all over. People are ducking, running for cover. And the cameraman stopped recording. And the news re- okay, here we go. Here's the news report. The entire situation suddenly gave way to a run for survival as huge chunks of whale blubber fell everywhere. <laughs> Did they not see that happening? You couldn't foresee that. Look at the automobiles. A parked car over a crushed. Some of them. Look at that giant whale piece. That is so good. No human was hit as badly as the car. However, everyone on the scene was covered with small particles of dead whale. What did they think was going to happen? Of course the whale is going to land somewhere. Uh, one of the best things ever. Obviously, wow. they didn't use enough dynamite. <laughs> Obviously. The pieces were too big. Too big. They needed more. They were too big. The smaller pieces. Wow. I mean, you know, look, the seagulls got plenty of food. Yeah. That did work out for the seagulls, right? Yeah. But I mean, that is absolute. The whole report is like a five-minute report. That's great. Tremendous. I'll, I'll I'll tweet it out because I couldn't believe there was actual footage of it. Yeah, it's not every day you get to talk about awesome. whale blower. Right, and they're thinking, well, we'll just put, we'll just stuff it full of dynamite, blow it up, It'll be fine. <laughs> well, you know what? Bring the the city's here. Everybody's Has, off. Let's watch it blow up. Has anybody suggested that that we uh, uh, maybe that's a solution to the problem with you? Maybe that's how we, you know, get you kind of. You know, I don't know. It doesn't surprise me that I do a whale story if you go there. (laughs) On the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, wanted to talk to um, Representative Mo Brooks of Alabama. Um, some states and cities are not following federal immigration laws. So the numbers of their citizens are higher because they're actually counting them in the census when... Uh, okay, so that inflates their representation numbers. So... Probably a, an issue that we should maybe take a look at. <laughs> anyway, here's uh, uh, Representative Mo Brooks of Alabama. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Um, you are responsible for one of the greatest audio clips of all time. You've been famous <laughs> on this show for, I don't know, when did this happen? Like well, nine, years ten, ago. nine years ago or yeah. something? <laughs> when uh, you were on with, was it? Contessa Brewer. Yes. And this occurred? We were looking at going, reverting into a depression at that point. Everyone, the Fed chairman... I disagree that we were going into a depression, but go ahead. Do you have a degree in economics? Uh, Yes, ma'am, I do. Highest honors. Okay, so... (laughs) One of the the greatest things in the history of uh, cable news channels. Uh, So thank you for that, uh, Congressman Brooks. Um, Again, my pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) But your office is bringing attention to the fact that illegal aliens are being counted in the U.S. Census. And so that's affecting representation in Washington. How, how is this happening? Well, it's happening because over the years, the Census Bureau, for whatever reason, has decided to count 
um, everybody in America, uh, lawful immigrants, illegal aliens, and American citizens, which is one thing, but it's another thing when you start distributing political power yeah. based on which state or community has the greatest number of illegal aliens. And there are roughly, nobody knows for sure, but roughly 15 million illegal aliens in America. Those communities, those states that harbor them, uh, sanctuary cities in particular, uh, what that means is you're seeing a shift of about uh, 20 congressional seats from states that do not tolerate illegal aliens Mm -hmm. to states that have large numbers of illegal aliens. So in effect, you're rewarding illegal conduct. And a state like mine, the state of Alabama, we're at risk of losing a congressional seat if illegal aliens are counted for the purposes of distributing uh, political power. That's an electoral college vote for the election of the President of the United States. It's also a congressional seat. So I'm doing everything I can to try to assert the protections of the 14th Amendment, one man, one vote principles. Each of our votes Mm -hmm. should be worth the same. And our votes in the state of Alabama and in many other states that are losing congressional seats uh, because of the counting of illegal aliens, our votes and our voting power should not be diluted by rewarding those that support this illegal conduct. So how do you put a stop to it? How, how, how can uh, we help in, in your effort to, um, to stop this process? Well, ideally, we would do it through the legislative process, but unfortunately, as long as Mitch McConnell in the Senate decides to go with a uh, 60-vote rule instead of majority vote rule, mm. uh, we can't get it legislation through the United States Senate that would protect uh, the voting rights of American citizens with respect to illegal aliens. So what I have done in conjunction with the state of Alabama and Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall is we have filed a lawsuit in federal court Uh, seeking a writ of mandamus or an injunction, whatever uh, the declaratory relief may be, that compels the Census Bureau, when it's informing Congress and the states as to how many congressional seats you will have based on the population count in the 2020 Census, that illegal aliens will not be counted uh, for the distribution of uh, congressional power. Which which only only makes sense. Um, But the... Democrats. It does to Democrats, but it does to Republicans right. and American citizens who are patriotic. <laughs> now, the, well, the Democrats know that this increases their power base because the the more illegals they have, they, they think eventually the more the more votes they have because they tend to vote Democratic. Um, and I think that's what they're counting on for the future is to allow all of these people to become citizens, and then they believe they've increased their voting base. Um, by, you know, 15 or 20 million people. Certainly California is a beneficiary of the counting of illegal aliens. They uh, harbor a large number of illegal aliens, and you can see where they're coming from. Uh, But at the same time, are we going to be the United States? Are we going to be the United Nations? If we're going to be the United States, and American citizens should be the ones who vote on and elect our uh, public officials, Similarly, it should be American citizens that determine how many congressmen, how many electoral college votes each state gets. Now, you, you mentioned where the Democrats are coming from. Let me, let me be real clear. The Democrats want to dilute the vote of American citizens because they don't like how American citizens are voting. Yeah. After all, the, the American citizens elected a Republican House, a Republican Senate, and a Republican White House. The Democrats don't like that. 
they much prefer that illegal aliens and lawful immigrants vote in our American elections. And you've seen that in about a dozen cities across America, uh, most recently, and probably the biggest one is San Francisco, where in San Francisco and a a dozen or so other cities uh, that are all Democrat, uh, Democrats are allowing illegal aliens and um, non-citizens, lawful immigrants, to vote lawfully Mm. in their local elections. That gives you an idea of what they want to do to the nation as a whole. They don't want us to be the United States. They want us to be the United Nations, quite frankly, as evidenced by some of the words of uh, Governor Cuomo of New York and others, uh, they don't like the United States, and I think that's most unfortunate. Yeah, um, absolutely. We're speaking with uh, Representative Mo Brooks of Alabama. Um, Congressman Brooks, what are the odds? Uh, one of the things we're really concerned with right now uh, is the Republicans losing the majority in the House uh, and possibly even the Senate. From your standpoint in Washington, how likely does that seem right now? It's very much a toss-up. Uh, we've got a lot of Senate races that are very close. They're on razor's edge. Uh, just a movement of one or two points, uh, say, towards Republicans on Election Day, and all of a sudden we're picking up two or three or four seats. On the other hand, if public opinion shifts towards the Democrats, one, two, or three points, then you might see a Senate Democrat majority. On the flip side, in the House, uh, You've got a number of congressmen, Republican, uh, who retired, creating open seats, and those are always harder to defend. And the Democrats are highly animated to take over the House, reinstate uh, Nancy Pelosi. And you've seen what Maxine Waters has said repeatedly, and I don't know if people have done the math on this, but let me share it with you real, real quick. Mm -hmm. She says first that she wants to impeach Donald Trump, and there are others who agree with her, okay? Oh, yeah. And second... It doesn't make any difference if he's committed a high crime or misdemeanor or has uh, violated any constitutional provision that justifies impeachment. They want him gone, and they're going to take him out. Mm -hmm. Then third, Maxine Waters has also said that she wants to impeach Mike Pence. Well, you add those three things together where there's no constitutional basis for it, impeach Donald Trump, impeach um, Mike Pence, and what do you equal? You equal President Nancy Pelosi, uh-huh. because the new House Speaker would become President of the United States. And I'm flabbergasted that the Democrats and part of the Democratic Party leadership in the House of Representatives, of which Maxine Waters is, would publicly argue for a coup d'etat. But that is exactly what they're advocating when they say they want to impeach President Trump, they want to impeach Mike Pence, None of the Constitution, the House Speaker, then becomes President of the United States. And quite frankly, I can't think of anything more nauseating than <laughs> President Nancy Pelosi. Uh, that is, that's chilling. I, I frankly haven't heard, um, I haven't heard the talk of impeaching Pence as well. But, uh, well, uh, Maxine Waters came out for that twice in the last 10 to 14 days, uh, stating that Mike Pence wow. is next. We're going to take him <laughs> wow. out. Wow. And I guess he would have to be because Pence is even more conservative than than Donald Trump is, and they would hate that. That is exactly the way Maxine Waters has expressed it, Yeah, that Mike Pence is worse than Donald Trump. And, of course, if you're a socialist or radical leftist, yeah, anyone who's conservative is worse than someone who's not. But quite frankly, free enterprise works. It's given us great wealth as a nation. It's helped make us the greatest nation in world history. Mm -hmm. And these dadgum socialists... Socialism is an evil economic doctrine in so much as it kills people, and it results in poverty, and often results in the downfall of the nations that experiment with it. Notwithstanding that history, that's where Maxine Waters and Nancy Pelosi and the other socialists want to take us. Yeah. 
Well, that's because uh, nobody's done it right yet, Congressman. Nobody. (laughs) These people would do it right this time. Right. Yes, it's exactly what they think. I know they're so smart that they can do it better than any other nation in history has been able to do it. And it's they're flat wrong. It's the economic model socialism Mm -hmm. that does not work. Free enterprise works. That's why we're the greatest nation in world history, why we have the strongest economy in world history. We have an economic concept that is based on freedom, on liberty. You can choose what you want to do. You can choose what you want to be. You can choose what you want to purchase. And that liberty is embodied in the concept of a free uh, free enterprise economic system. And America has been blessed tremendously uh, by having free enterprise and capitalism as our economic model, rather than socialism or fascism or some other economic model. I know you don't have a, a, a say in this process, but um, if you had to guess, would you think, would you, do you believe that uh, Brett Kavanaugh will be confirmed uh, by the Senate, or, or will they find a way to stop this? Well, I'm not in the United States Senate, so I don't know the skinny on the very inside, but yeah. everything that I see and hear is that if nothing else comes up between now and the time of the vote, that... Kavanaugh will be approved with a minimum of 51 senatorial votes. Okay. That's what I'm hearing. Now, whether that will play out, I don't know. I'm not in the middle of these discussions with some of our more liberal senators like Susan Collins or Lisa Murkowski, um, and and you've got some other kind of wild cards like Jeff Flake. But from what I understand and what I'm hearing, uh, absent something else coming up, uh, our 51 Republican senators will respect the right of the President of the United States under the Constitution to nominate a Supreme Court justice of his preference. And Kavanaugh is a superb judge. I hope he will be a superb mm. Supreme Court justice because that's what his history indicates he will be. Congressman, appreciate your joining us. Uh, thanks for taking uh, the time and, and thanks for everything you do uh, for the Republic. My pleasure. Appreciate and thank it. you for trying to help voters be smarter. That's what America needs. All right. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. You are listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray. Uh, you just heard, if you were listening moments ago, uh, you just heard the guy who should have been the senator from Alabama. Yes, sir. The newest senator from the state of Alabama, but uh, hmm? Donald Trump kind of put the kibosh on that, didn't he? Uh, yes, by supporting Luther Strange, who then lost to Roy Moore, who then lost to a Democrat in uh, Alabama. Uh, wow, that sucks. That sucks. You know what else sucks is that Jeez. that I never thought of. I always thought you know the the sense. I didn't think of the census in relation to illegal aliens. Yeah, you know, I just thought of a drain of resources and stuff like mm. that. I never even thought. It never occurred to me. You got a ton of non citizens making up the representation in many many states. Yeah. Many states. Well, they're in every state, and so it affects every state if you start to count the non citizens. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you could have a separate category, one that doesn't affect the representation numbers and because they're not citizens but you also know how many illegals are actually here yeah 
And, and as he said, this helps states that don't enforce immigration laws. Yep. In places like California, they already have, what, 55 electoral votes? Now we're giving them more and more crazy congressmen. Oh, boy. So if you want to let your congressman know how you feel about this, you can, you can call. And yeah. uh, here's the number. Yeah, I, I put on a fancy computer graphic here on my computer. It's 202-224-3121. It's hard to write upside down twos, Pat. Don't judge me. 202-224-3121. I'm sure that they will get right on. Yeah, you know, you know they will. Yeah, they'll they'll be all over your uh, your opinions, you your know what? thoughts. Actually, it's pointless. You don't really have to call because <laughs> it's not going to make a difference. Let's be honest. They're going to do what they want to do. It feels like that, but you can't. You know, we can't throw our hands up like that and say, ah, whatever. It doesn't matter. It has to matter. It has to. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, uh, President Trump has uh, said that he should have fired James Comey. Uh, he mentioned yesterday, should have fired James Comey the day he won the primaries. Wait, um, how would you have done that? You weren't president yet. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Here's, here's, what he, here's what he said. Um, he was talking to the Hill... Uh, John Solomon was interviewing the president for Hill TV alongside Buck Sexton, actually. And he asked uh, if Trump fired Comey because of his poor handling of the Clinton investigation and not the Russia probe. He said, if I did one mistake with Comey, I should have fired him before I got here. <laughs> um, you couldn't have fired him <laughs> before you got there. Because you had no authority to what do that. Is, oh. He went on to say, I should have fired him the day I won the primaries. I should have fired him right after the convention. It, good heavens. <sighs> say, I don't want that guy. Or at least fired him the first day on the job. Well, now you could have okay, done yes. that. Now, now, now right. you're into possible Way territory. to come around there on that one. Because <laughs> I was about to start firing people in D.C. if a, if a, a regular citizen... <laughs> And start firing people? Let's do this. I, I got know. a list somewhere. I can make one for you. <laughs> oh, my <So> goodness. great. <laughs> uh, 888-900-3393. <laughs> also, one of the things that we've talked about lately quite a bit is civil asset forfeiture. Um, apparently, there is a state. What state is it that is... Uh, uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Philadelphia, of, it's of a all city. Places, it's a city that's trying to eliminate civil asset forfeiture, where you just you take people's property from them just because you suspect them of a crime, not because they necessarily committed one or have been convicted of it. Yep. You just pu- you pull them over, something's wrong in their car, or maybe not even wrong in their car, but you see that they have a lot of cash, and you just take it for the state. Wow, is that unconstitutional? Uh, and it's happened all, and we've told you cases of, of people who have lost uh, a recent example of $91,800 from a traffic stop in Wyoming. Um, we had the guy in Utah who lost $500,000. Now, why did he have 500000 in cash on him? I don't know. But he wasn't charged with any crime. And that was two or three years ago when he was pulled over. They found the money. They took it. He still hasn't gotten it back. Yeah, in many cases, they don't have probable cause to even search your vehicle. Uh, Fourth Amendment. Some man. others that uh, we hadn't heard of until this article. 
In Memphis, Tennessee, a man said that officers took $1,500 from him on a traffic stop. He was charged with nothing. Border Patrol seized a $60,000 truck after finding five bullets inside. Well, okay, wait. That doesn't mean they committed a crime. It just means they're hunters or they're target practice and they some bullets fell out of their cases. I, I don't know. But it's not a crime. A mechanic in Chicago got his truck seized because his customers had drugs. He wasn't suspected. They didn't think he'd done anything wrong, but they took his truck anyway. A restaurateur was pulled over for speeding, and the money that he was carrying was raised by his family to buy a restaurant. Wow. And they took it. $75,000 in cash that his family had worked so hard for and gave him, and he was going to buy a restaurant with it. Sorry, it's now it now belongs to the state. A man was pulled over for tinted windows, and they seized $18,000 that he was planning to use to buy a car. Uh, police took $17,550 during a traffic stop from a small barbecue uh, restaurateur. So, the Institute for Justice is now uh, giving us a little bit of a breakdown about the amount of assets every state has collected. Most state and federal civil forfeiture laws lack even basic transparency requirements, leaving the public completely in the dark about most of their seizures. Regardless, the total amounts collected by each state are amazing. In Massachusetts, in the last, well, from 2000 to 2014... They seized $138,824,000. In Michigan, from 2001 to 2013, $244 million. In Arizona, 20, uh, from 2000 to 2014, $411 million. In Texas, from 2001 to 2013, $540,689,000. The Cato Institute surveyed 2,000 Americans about civil asset forfeiture. 84% of them said they opposed the police seizing someone's money or property before they're convicted. Why? Because um, they're Americans and they think this is America. They're still under the mistaken impression that somehow we have rights in this country. <laughs> That's so cute of them uh, to believe that. <laughs> how adorable that is. <laughs> you guys are cute. <laughs> it's precious. it's criminal yeah you shouldn't be deprived of life liberty or property without due process of law i don't know that sounds like something that is contained somewhere i'm not something about a five amend amendment amendment or something the five amendment Hmm. (laughs) i'm not familiar with what you're talking about neither is the government sadly (laughs) by the way this uh, article you you, you're relaying all the uh, all the things that have been happening with civil asset forfeiture. If you hear someone say, no, these are only happen to criminals. You only happen to bad guys. You know, let the law enforcement do no. their work. Yeah, uh, you just tweeted no. that out if you didn't. Well, of course you knew that. Oh, of course At Pat Unleashed on the Twitter sphere. Yeah. Check I'm that out and share that with your friends. Doing so many different things at the same yeah. time. You just, it's like a whirlwind in here. People don't even see it. It looks like I'm just sitting here talking, but no. 
so much more going on. You're an octopus <laughs> is what's happening. you got so many things going on. You Sometimes got... I just do it with my mind, yeah. too. My mind is well, so powerful. And being an octopus, mm-hmm. human, mm-hmm. hybrid, like Alex Jones might say, uh, mm-hmm. you have eight brains. So you're able to do multiple things at yeah. a time. It's really fascinating to watch. It's a little creepy as well. <laughs> Not going to lie. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to have to deal with it is all. But I can't believe that the bastion of common sense for this story is Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Yeah, isn't that amazing? That's amazing. Again, 2018. It makes no sense, this world. The world just doesn't. In Texas, we are one of the worst offenders. This state is one of the worst offenders of civil asset forfeiture. And they blame it all on the fact that, well, do you want the drug cartels to have free reign? No, but neither do I want you to... Uh, forego the U.S. Constitution in your effort. We have done so many oppressive things in the name of the war on drugs. Uh, we had a statistic a few years ago about about the Patriot Act and how many times it had been used and how many times it had been used to fight terrorism as opposed to drug trafficking. And it was almost exclusively used in the war on drugs, there was, it was nine, I think it was 98% of the time it, it had been invoked uh, in the war on drugs. Hmm. Well, that's, that's nuts. So you're saying you want the terrorists to win. <laughs> that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, I, that's what America I mean, the, heard too. You know that. The you Patriot know Act was, uh, right? it's meant to stop terrorists. That's right. Pat. I know. And you know what? Getting felt up at the airport is meant to stop terrorists too. And gosh, have they done a good job of that? I don't know. Have, I don't have, know. Do they do a good job of that, Pat? I mean, because you've had firsthand experience, well, multiple hands experience. I'm just wondering, is it? Is How it many weapons have they be? found on me so far? I mean, all together in all my trips to the airport and all the times I've been felt up. Uh, how many things have they found that were, you know, potential hazards on the plane itself? So not answering this question. You it's carry just, the one, does it bring down um, none? Oh, none? Zero. They found zero yeah, weapons on Pat No Gray. weapons on Pat Gray. All no. Right. Not a single weapon. Nothing. Not a single time. No guns. They've never, they've never found any uh, explosive powder on my hands. Mm-hmm. They've never found anything near my giblets, except <laughs> what should be there. Well, I was going to ask you. grew there they naturally. Find anything down there? <laughs> How does Jack yeah, it's yeah, it problematic if they found absolutely nothing. <laughs> I'm so glad you finally got yeah. there with me in the audience. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Packer Unleashed coming up. Hello. Pat Gray is here. Welcome. On the Blaze Radio Network. Thanks for being with us. 888 And it Pat Unleashed on Twitter from Right Wing Ninja One. Citizens lie to Congress uh, equals crime. Congress lies to citizens equals politics. <laughs> uh, from Dr. Rocky McRockface. Uh, I refuse to listen to Beto without the necessary Beto guitar riff. That should be his campaign song. Oh, you're talking. Yeah. He should use this. This is 
course, we don't want him to win, so maybe he shouldn't. No, maybe it's he too, should. It's just too good. Do you think he plays too that good. on those uh, uh, Music Con Beto events? Yes. Musica Con Beto. There you go. <laughs> it's another uh, you know, little event uh-huh. to trick Texans into believing he's Hispanic when he's Irish. <laughs> I don't like this guy. But just with all the intensity of a billion white hot burning suns. That's all. That's all? Yeah. So That seems like a lot. Yeah, it does. But it's not that many, really, when you think about it. When you think about how many white hot burning suns there really are, yeah. it's not that many. Well, let's put it into perspective. You said a billion mm-hmm. white hot burning suns? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not... How many suns are there? Well, and it's not 20 trillion right. white hot burning suns like our national exactly. debt. Exactly. Right. So it could be much or, worse. Like uh, when our when our unemployment rate was ten percent or almost eleven percent, sure. and Obama said, "Well, at least it's not fourteen or fifteen percent. At least it's not ninety eight percent." Right? No, that's that's true. It's a good point. It's a good point, Mister. I guess we should be grateful, right? Thank you for also from uh, leaving. Is this Renault Gagne? Yeah, I'm in Canada. If you haven't already, I think you should all do something nice for uh, Texas Lori D. No kidding. Uh-huh. Is not the that's a yeah. good point. Thanks for putting us on the spot. She right? must spend a fortune on food for I you know. guys. And it's good food. <laughs> Maybe you all and Glenn Stu mm-hmm. and her Blaze Crush Jason <laughs> could give her a signed copy of Addicted to Outrage. Oh my gosh, that's the least we could do. No, that's a great Let's make that idea. Happen. Let's make that happen. Just, just that's right? awesome. We can totally that. make that happen. We can absolutely make Don't that happen. Say that's the least. I was just thinking happen. about that on the last delivery. I thought <laughs> she has spent a lot of money on us. That's, I mean, seriously, we need to do something nice for her. And she, she makes food. Like she's a professional caterer. Oh and wow! She's sending us, you know, fast food. I don't think I knew that. If so, I knew it, I, I forgot it. Well, that's, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna up hmm. the ante and ask okay. her to just kind of plan ahead and. Send us something in the mail from Washington State. <laughs> something homemade. Yeah, look, yeah we're look tired what, of this yeah. restaurant look stuff. At, look at, look at, find out when National Filet Mignon Day is or something like oh, that. Oh, I like that. That's a good let's idea. Go ahead and send it. Uh, for Martian flatulence, anyone who sees accus- who sees this accusation against Kavanaugh as anything other than an attempt to delay the vote beyond the election is a moron. Uh, T.J. Toppin says, uh, tweeting out, there are a lot of people who would be rolling in their graves at what Hillary said if they didn't have their feet encased in cement at the bottom <laughs> of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, but that's only like 140. What is the death count on the Clintons oh, now? Oh, boy. The Clinton death count is, I don't know how many people, but a lot. I don't think lot. we can count that high. A lot of people. Um, and we say that in jest, mostly. Sure. <clears throat> yeah, let's go with that. Mostly in, mostly jest. in jest. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Millennial Falcon tweets, uh, as a faithful listener of Pat Gray Unleashed, I request that we get a little bit more of a spoiler alert before we have to endure HRC speaking. My ears hurt now because I wasn't properly prepared. Oh. That's a good point. That's uh, What's worse, though? It's pretty bad. Like, just Hillary speaking mm-hmm. or Beto playing, I don't, they're playing pretty Is that worse than this? I am sick and tired of people who say that if you debate (laughs) and you disagree with this administration, somehow you're not patriotic and we should stand up and say we have a right to debate and disagree with any administration. 
I have an answer now. I think it's Hillary. I think yes, Hillary's that one. worse than the, the guitar. Last one, yeah. yeah. Uh, from Mc55, Michael Moore is going to Canada to flee from tax evasion charges. Duh. Uh, from Nicole, Dadgum Socialist would be a good brand name. I think that was a term uh, pronounced by Mo Brooks from go. Alabama. <laughs> uh, also, DMX DM. I sure hope Jeffy doesn't run Sugar Daddy, uh, SugarDaddyMeat.com for Cody. Yeah, Cody, um, Cody Wilson, the gun guy. What am I resisting? I, I, I don't know. Arrest. The collectivization of manufacture, the institutionalization, mm-hmm. the human psyche. I'm not sure. But I do know one thing. It's a symbol of irreversibility that the gun will never be eradicated from the face of the earth. And uh, I'm going to stay in Taiwan for a while because I'm wanted can. on sexual assault charges. Mm-hmm. So... so. What am I resisting? So, uh, I don't um, know. Arrest. Yeah. I'm re- resisting extradition. arrest. <laughs> he's resisting extradition back to America. Oh, boy. I hope he's not guilty. Me that's, too. That'd be sad. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. 888 Hey, we have something kind of to give you a little bit of hope. Just a glimmer of hope. A video that won't make your eyes bleed. And it's from Campus Reform. <laughs> Usually these really make your eyes bleed. First of all, sometimes they they don't because they're so funny and so ridiculous, the things that these students will say and do. But in this particular case, campus reform went to, uh, I believe they're on the Michigan State campus, and they ask students about the economy today and who gets credit for it, Trump or Obama. This just might surprise you. Take a look. President Obama gave a speech this week uh, in Illinois talking about how it's wrong for Trump to take credit for how well the economy is doing because it, it's still his economy. What are your thoughts on that comment? Um, he's been out for long enough now that it's not on him Wait, anymore. What? It's more on Donald Trump. So mm. I guess he's a little bit in the wrong. I would probably unfortunately huh. side with Trump for this one. Um, I think that he d- wow. has done like a lot for the economy. Um, that Obama didn't do such a well, good job on. But um, yeah, so I guess I'll yeah. side with Trump on that one. But I feel like once a president's done, they hand it off. I feel like all presidents do this. They'll just sort of take credit for something that's happening down the line. I think the underlying <laughs> fundamentals are likely still largely Obama. But in terms of confidence and changing people's attitudes, I'd say that's mostly Trump. I kind Wait, of feel like everything's that sounded just like almost like intelligent. Not the market. The market is going way up. <laughs> right. I mean, I just haven't really kept up with that, so I, I wouldn't really really know too much. Because of, of all the things I have issues with, the economy is not really one of them. It's more like foreign relations and okay. just like public appeal and things like that. So of like, all, I yeah. don't really, mm-hmm. I think the economy is probably one of the things I think he's doing decently well at. He's a businessman. Mm-hmm. I think that's his, his strong suit. His tweets and stuff, I find very offensive because... Okay. I mean, I'm a girl, so and a lot of them are against us. So or against but girls. Economically, so. like I feel like he's really helping us. Tweets against I girls. Think. When you're in the role as president of the United States, you're supposed to bring people together, okay. not polarize them. But uh, overall, but. yeah, he does. He does definitely make some good deals. And the way he huh. goes about conducting his business, I don't agree with. But overall, I think he's going to do some good things. I think he has done hmm. a good job as far as like making new jobs like, and. Um, lowering the unemployment rate. I think he should hmm. stay off Twitter, like stop talking about things he shouldn't be talking about. Yes. Become a Thank little you. bit more like 
well-mannered, but I do know for a fact that like he's been helping a little bit and mm. we've been doing a lot better with the unemployment and everything. Okay. So mm. from my perspective, I think he's doing okay with that. Like, I just feel like he doesn't really know amazing. how to run a country, you know? Like I feel like things are going pretty well though. Unemployment very low, GDP I rates know, above unemployment like, rates. I'm glad to see that he's trying to bring stuff in house and make it healthier in the long term. How about that? Huh. When was the last time you saw any common sense from college kids? They must have fixed the water situation, at least in East Lansing, Michigan. Uh, it might still be bad elsewhere, but uh, they're actually maybe getting uh, some common sense in in the uh, in the halls of Michigan State. That that's amazing. Yeah, but uh, that's the most promising one we've ever seen. I think. Yeah, just don't ask me about tariffs. The rest of that stuff was good, but you know, it's like, oh, yeah. well, these tariffs, man. They're going to get worse with China now. Not looking forward to that, Pat. No, I'm not, I'm not either. But that's all part of the negotiation tactic. Is Keith, it? So don't even worry about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, good. I can't wait to, be, to see how this plays out. Continues to be a negotiation tactic. It's We're not actually going to have higher prices on products. Next week. Even though we already do. Yeah, next week. They go yeah. up even more. Right. Stuff from China. Next yeah, week. don't worry about it. And then again on January 1st, they go up another 25%. Oh, no, don't worry about it. Next time you get pulled over, mm-hmm. um, they're going to take your possessions anyway from you. When they think that uh, you've got something nice, they're just going to help themselves to it. That's a good point. So <laughs> it doesn't matter what anything costs because we don't have any yeah. money to pay for it. Don't even worry about it. A local jurisdiction will have it. I still can't get over the guy in Utah. The, the highway patrol took five hundred thousand dollars from him and you might say well why'd the guy have five hundred thousand dollars in cash on him i don't know but it's not illegal who cares that's not it, the law yeah it's not relevant the, the law is completely irrelevant why do you have this well for what purpose none of your business oh my gosh it's it's none of your business why i have five hundred thousand dollars in cash on me is it against the law i if it were me and i had a bunch of money with me and police saw it and took it i i'd probably wind up getting shot because yeah i would not respond to that well at all i guarantee you that and and let's not forget correct me if i'm wrong here but i've always thought (laughs) that if you get pulled over and an officer asks to search your vehicle you have the right to say No. no You can't no. search my vehicle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get a warrant. What is the probable cause? If he has what, probable cause, what, yeah. then he can search. Yeah. But, so what is the... What, tell me Tell me what is causing you to suspect me of something, and mm-hmm. then let's go from there. Uh, at least well, buy yourself some time to get a lawyer to show up there. In the case of the guy in Utah, if I remember correctly, it was the police dog, right? That thought oh, really? that That's smelled drugs. Okay, we got a dog now. Yeah. Is in charge of, of search <laughs> yes. and seizure. And we got yeah. traffic cameras in charge of f- giving us uh-huh. speeding tickets and red light camera stuff that we can go to court and ask to see so? our accuser. So? So do that. Say, I want that camera to come in here and, and testify against me right now. <laughs> Bring it in here. Let's do this. Seriously. If just, somebody would challenge those, mm-hmm. that you might just be able to stop it. You just might be able to to challenge the constitutionality of the uh, of the cameras. But this goes back to us, and it's a, it's symptomatic in D.C. as well. We're just 
um, uh, farming out our duties, being lazy mm-hmm. to, oh, well, look at the dog. The dog will do it. The dog sniffed it out, so we're going to do this now. You mm-hmm. know what? No. Go to a judge. Let's do this the right way. Oh, the speeding camera, the ticket, the, the red light intersection. Oh, boy. You know what? No. Have a cop there on patrol. If, it's so, if you want it to be so much safer at these intersections, then put a patrolman there, all right? But it's just like the legislative branch just gives up and goes, eh, we'll let the courts do it. Everybody's so lazy, Pat. The cameras have actually made the intersections less safe mm-hmm. because people slam on their brakes and get hit from behind Yep. more often Yep. because of the cameras. And Greg Abbott, our wonderful governor, is... Uh, He's trying to do something about that. We're going to get rid of those. He's awesome. Please. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike in Maine, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi. Uh, Hi. Yeah, when I was in my uh, early, mid-20s, uh, had a company with a couple buddies selling uh, antique guns and customizing guns and whatnot mm-hmm. uh sent a couple employees out to california to pick up parts and a few antiques and uh they got pulled over and two hundred fifty thousand taken oh my gosh so yep. the company gave them two hundred fifty thousand in cash to go out and and yep, make purchases yeah wow yep. you know because it was all you know personal stuff what did they know, say why did they people. say they were taking it what did they suspect oh uh, well, okay. They suspected the smell of marijuana, so they searched the vehicle, and the guys were not smart enough to say no. Um, wow. So they found the bag and took it. And uh, as of about two years ago, year and a half ago, still has never been recovered. They stuck. Not part of the company anymore, but, you know. $250,000. Amazing. Yep. And what state did that happen in? California. Okay. Wow. Jeez. Amazing. Appreciate it. Thanks, Mike. I mean, that's a that's a lot of money to anybody, to a private individual or a company, doesn't matter. That's a quarter of a million dollars that you just took just because. And and charged them with nothing. That is not American. That that is not constitutional. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed The Blaze Radio Network Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, here's some more good news on the uh, civil asset forfeiture front. The Oklahoma Department of Public Safety has purchased several devices capable of seizing funds loaded onto uh, prepaid de- debit cards so that they can aid troopers what? in roadside seizures of okay. suspected drug trafficking proceeds. I can't take this. That's great. Neil, why did you bring this? The portable card, uh, <laughs> portable ca- card scanners are designed to be carried in law enforcement vehicles. And it allows troopers to freeze and seize money loaded onto prepaid cards and to uh, return money to an account whose funds were seized or frozen. Yeah, but that just doesn't happen. You're right. I was just saying. The return like, just doesn't happen. That's like a toll road gets paid off. Oh, mm-hmm. then we're going to stop charging it to drive on it. Yeah, as soon as we paid the $3 billion it costs to build this highway, then we'll take the tolls right off. 
Well, it was paid for 30 years ago. Yeah. Vehicle-mounted scanners are also capable of retrieving and storing limited account information from uh-huh. other cards as well, such as uh, banking debit cards, credit cards, and payment account information from virtually any magnetic stripe, any magnetic strip card. That's uh-huh. great. This makes it so convenient to take people's money from them. You're making me angry. Isn't this wonderful? I love it. The card readers could reignite debate. No, nobody cares. (laughs) Nobody cares. I can't believe how little people talk about this. Oh, It seems like we're the only ones talking about it. The card readers could reignite debate over civil asset forfeiture in Oklahoma and across the nation. State and federal laws... Allow law enforcement agencies to seize property and cash believed to be involved in the illicit drug trade. Not proven. I was going to say, just read that sentence again. Believed to be involved. Um, You can say, anybody could say anything about believing you're involved. Well, based on what? I'm sorry, you haven't even charged me with anything. And then they can take ownership of the assets through a civil court action or... Just right on the highway if they want to, which is what they're doing. Oh my, I, I, what? I mean, this is, this is. It's really bad. This is it's judge, really jury, and executioner right there on the side of the road. Law enforcement officials say that civil asset forfeiture is essential in disrupting drug trafficking operations. <laughs> civil rights advocates argue that the process violates individuals' property and civil liberties and sometimes results in innocent people having money seized on the roadside without being arrested or charged. Sometimes, a lot of times. How many stories have we had about this? Many. You know a way we could get around this from happening? If we had something like um, like a constitution or something where we had like laws written down that they gave you like what we can call due process. Nah, that'd never something. work. That'd never work. Kind of gave up a little easily there. You mean right? like if, if you had, I don't know, you list... Like initially, you could maybe do I don't know. Let's throw out an up ten rights that the government can't violate that's from a, people. That's a good number to start and with. Maybe yeah. expand it to I don't know twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven in there somewhere. We can get to those. That's fine. Maybe, mm-hmm. but can we? I'm I'm insane. I've lost my mind on this. I, know, I can't a, take it. It's kind of amazing. Ron in Utah, you're on the blaze. Hi. Go Utes, Pat. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I, I had a couple of guns. Wait a minute! Did you say go? Utes? <laughs> I wondered if you caught t- that. It took a it took a yeah, minute to I I, it took I a minute to that. sink in. Uh, <laughs> wow, you, you're in danger of just being hung up. On <laughs> uh, go ahead. I'm sorry, I love BYU too, but uh, um, I, I had a couple of guns confiscated to me back in Jan- from me back in January. And did you really? I'm, I'm fighting like crazy to get them back. Yeah. So you're you got pulled over for what speeding or something? No, I was sitting on the side of the road, and they just pulled uh, up behind you and and yeah. searched your vehicle. Well, in their defense, I was falling down drunk, oh, okay, and sitting okay. in the driver's seat, so I was charged with the DUI. But okay, uh, they they took the guns and and but I was never charged with anything gun related uh, or convicted of anything gun related, so. Wow. In my mind, I should get the guns back. I would think so, yeah. Uh, 
Well, I mean, they charged you with what you should have been apparently charged with. But what yeah, what well, what business do I they wasn't have? Driving, but okay, so you didn't ever drive while you were drunk? No, I didn't. No, I was. I I pulled over to the side. I got a little bit lost. I went out to get some alcohol and got a little bit lost in a foggy night. Okay. So I pulled over to the side of the road to wait till daylight. And did do some drinking while I was in the car. Well, I <laughs> okay. Quite a lot of drinking in the car, but, but I wasn't going to drive again until you know. I, I didn't intend to drive wow. again. Not, you know. Good intentions don't get you anywhere where the law is concerned a lot of the time. Right. But, yeah. yeah. Okay. So but, uh, so then they found, I mean, what kind of weapons did you have in the car? Well, one of them was one of those snake killers like you guys used to, you know, the little Derringer. Oh, yeah. Gun, I can't think of the name. Yeah. And then one of them was a, a, three, a, a 38 uh, handgun, uh, one of the ultralight uh, Taurus handguns do you have any representative like a lawyer helping you out with this or? yeah yeah i just need to keep on him and sometimes you know sometimes it's hard to gauge whether it's you know whether whether it's too expensive to pay the lawyer or and yeah. just let the guns go yeah. you know mm-hmm. yep because if he has to do too much he's going to charge me more than the guns are worth you know so oh my gosh and that's what they're counting on right that's what yeah, the- no, absolutely that, that's absolutely what they're counting on you know uh Mm. They 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 want to get in your pocket more than anybody else in this world. The government does. That is unbelievable. I, I swear. That is unbelievable. Uh, appreciate the call. Thanks, Ron. Sorry you're having to go through that. That's. I, I mean, it's again, it's un-American. Yeah. It's unconstitutional, and it should not be happening. And yet, even our president supports it. He he thinks they should be doing more of it. And when he heard about the the legislator in Texas, I forget who the guy was. I don't. I don't think they said his name actually, uh, but they they said somebody was trying to draft legislation to put a stop to it. He's mm-hmm. like, well, should we uh, say his name and and uh, ruin, ru- his ruin his career? Uh no. Go ahead. You want to say it? Should say his name and make him a hero, a guy who's defending people's rights. Sad. I I still contend. Trump had no idea what he was talking about when he yeah, said I, that. I, I, yeah, I don't think he's thought it through. He's just like... Yeah, and he comments bluster. on too many things he hasn't thought through. What, this so, president? Yeah. Nuh-uh. I know, that's a stunning this surprise. One, right now. Breaking news, everybody. Okay. President has said some things he maybe hasn't thought through really so, thoroughly. On. Just to be clear, you're talking about mm, the this current president. president. Yes. Donald, Donald John Trump. Trump. Yes, okay. that guy. That guy, you may have heard of him. Huh. All right, we will see you tomorrow. Don't forget, more on trivia... Us in the second hour tomorrow. Patriots and Lions. See you then. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.